Live from Inferno, it's Super Gamecast 2 with your host, Bronson Fiore. What is up, everybody? It is Sunday, November 13th, 2022. <laughs> I didn't just nearly say October. Look, man, uh, this year is a blur. Uh, it really fucking is. Um... <laughs> By the way, I nearly beat the chat program to posting that we're live. <laughs> you nearly beat it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you you, you got to trust it. You got to trust it to do its thing. Oh, oh lordy. Uh, anyway. So, yes. So I am joined by the always awesome Aaron Reynolds. Hi, how you doing? And our mod mommy wielder of the band hammer, Emily Hulslander. Are we in hell? Yes. Is that why we're Inferno? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's basically hard. being at a world hell. <laughs> um, oh, this is not hard. Uh, let, 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 let me tell. Let me tell you, my guy. Uh, every time that I get news, like about the world as a whole, about uh, work, about anything these days, my response is now just to sigh and go, huh, "Clown world." That's what it is. <laughs> It is what it is, yeah. Uh, yeah, like just, just exactly. Like I got, you know, like the like we had, you know, like every time, like Anthony will send me news stories, right? Like not about <laughs> gaming, but just about general stuff to talk about, and that's oh, cool. Okay. Like, my, I dig that. Uh, you know, it's good to talk with my boy, and exactly. But like, but like every single time, my my immediate reactionary response response is just clown world yep <laughs> that's my new phrase for this shit just clown, clown world, world. So. it's that scene from uh house of a thousand corpses with the with the guy with the shotgun in the desert he's just like you don't have to go to hell you're in hell this is hell <laughs> That's what I think. You're not wrong. Like, (laughs) we're in the better part of it. That's the fucked up part. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That too. Like, holy shit. You want to talk about like fucking depressing shit? (laughs) Um, you know. But you know. Uh, we got video games, Uh, so we have video games. Video games to cope. (laughs) Yep. Which uh, how, how successful are they are they at, at helping us cope, Bronson, Emily? What do you think? You feeling all right? This week, no. This, uh, this, this week, <laughs> just no. Okay. Depend, depend, depends on the game and the week. I've been going through Bayonetta three, so it's been actually pretty great. And all right. Hold on, uh, I'll be one second. Oh, okay. The, Bronson's leaving. Oh, he's got he's got a crap. Oh. I do. Delicious. Hell yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, th- shout out to my roomie's boyfriend for making crepes. Do you want... Uh, uh, it, there's no better uh, endorsement of making food at home than the two years of this podcast where Bronson would order something and it come like half an hour or an hour late and the order's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and for the first time, we're just like, oh yeah, shouts, here, here you go. Shouts to them. <laughs> uh, you know what? You're fair. Good point. <laughs> and cheaper, you know? I always wait until yeah. after the podcast to order my food. Uh, well, I can't do that because I'd be like at the end of the show just starving to death and cranky. Yeah, that's fair. We're ending this show. We're not even done with the news stories. Just fuck it. I mean, <laughs> um, yeah. 
But, you know, hey, uh, if the podcast listeners find it distracting, you know, we'll make a note of it. That's uh, what that NVIDIA broadcast is for, so hopefully you don't hear it. <laughs> you, forgot, you, forgot to, you forgot to check the, the mouth muffle button. Ah, shit. That's cool. So, uh, but hey, uh, video get games a, happen. Get a, get a, no, get a Go XLR and use the swear button for eating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, Jesus, fuck. Uh, well, <laughs> while Bronson's got some, got some food in his mouth, we got video games happening. Holy crap. Uh, yes, we do. We We've are, got a lot of them. Yeah, we're deep in it right now. And, uh. <laughs> Black Friday's coming up, which is really the moment where I'm going to be like, all right, buying games. Let's go. Yeah, Let's go. No, it, man, I remember, especially when I was like broke, broke, mm-hmm. you know, not like now where I'm just like, yeah, I'm broke, but I do, you know, I got some stuff going on. Yeah. Um, but like college broke was like Black Friday was like this magical time where you get like four or five brand new releases for like 150 bucks. <laughs> oh, it's just amazing. Days. Oh, God. Yeah. So uh, I'm looking forward to that because, you know, we've got we got video games coming out, but uh, uh, just we we aren't able to play all of them. Uh, We got we got some Bayonetta three has been happening. Uh, We got some God of War has been happening. Uh, Some Modern Warfare two. The call. We we answered the call of duty. We answered the call of duty. (laughs) We'll be answering it again quite soon here. Tomorrow. Um. (laughs) I, I will. I'm disappointed. I'm sorry to say uh, to our podcast listeners, uh, we are not. I don't think anyone on this group is playing Sonic right now, uh, so we cannot report on the status of Sonic. Uh, we just went to Emily and I went to the movie theaters uh, yesterday and had like a full on like Queen backed Sonic the Hedgehog trailer. Like they are pushing hard on this one. Um, I, uh, I, yeah, I, I, we also went to Black, um, Stella and I went to Black Panther <laughs> at 9 a.m. and like, oh, I was like, all oh, right, that open world Sonic game. And the best, best part was her responses. They're making an open world Sonic game. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's that. That was our reaction when it was first announced. I'm, I'm just happy to hear so that's the reaction, reaction now. Yep. Like, okay, all, all right, and it's not like. <laughs> in the city or anything it's like out on this island with some stuff around like i hope it's good like breath of the wild (laughs) yeah right it's it's everything i've heard of it has been like reception has been wild like different like Like it's very mixed mixed. even uh Mm -hmm. jeff gersman was like i think there's something to this but i also think it's bad and like i don't know what to make of that (laughs) what am i I'm, I'm, I don't I've, think any of us know what to make of that. Uh, I, yeah, like to me, it's still kind of a fever dream. Not gonna lie. Right? Well, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I'm interested in it. I if I had the money, I would. But I am on Pokemon duty, which is in five days, a six week? days. Like, wait, that's that's that soon? I believe it's so. This week. I believe it's this yeah, week. Yeah, it's the 18th, wow. which is this Friday. So, I've already fuck, spent money. And, uh, yep. Man of Medan is out then, too? Oh, yeah. Like, fuck. We got some Our, stuff. Uh, new, new Dark Pictures game. Like, uh, Stella's gonna be playing that all day Saturday. Nice. <laughs> Good. Those so, look fun, Good. so. Um, so, yeah. Uh, man. Jesus Christ. We, we hope you all are having fun playing video games. There's plenty of them out there. Uh, I imagine Steam will be doing some some sales uh, 
there's all sorts of stuff going on right now, so I hope you all are having fun. Yeah, there, there, there is no shortage of shit to play. Yep. Some would like say that. there's never been a better time. To be playing video games? To be playing video games. Okay. Uh, but hey, you're here for the news around the games industry. Patent pending on that, on that little... <laughs> no one's ever done it before. It's ours now. Can't, you can't claim it. <laughs> Fucking Jesus. All right. Uh, shall we move on to the first news story? Sure, let's hit it. Let's go! Nintendo Switch sales crossed 114 million. And, uh... Fucking lord. That makes it, what, like the third or fourth most successful console ever in a... And it's like, it's over six years. This is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it just keeps going. And uh, we were speaking about uh, Sonic being advertised. Mario Kart 8 was advertised there. That game is still going strong. Yep. That game came out on the Switch, like a month after the system launched and then like yeah like it just it keeps and like the thing is is like just mario kart's like that dude like it's like mario kart and mario party do that to people i'm you know my girlfriend doesn't play console games much like she has a switch she mostly uses it for animal crossing and portable stardew valley yeah and that's kind of that's kind of the extent of her, her usage of the system sure um but like man <laughs> You wanted to, you wanted to see fucking just like, like, oh yeah, I really want to get Mario Kart and Mario or Mario Party and Mario Kart, and it's just like, wow, okay. I mean, literally everyone plays these damn games. I, I don't know, literally. I don't know what the numbers are for Mario Party, but I know Smash Bros. It's probably high. Oh, Smash Bros. is also pretty like, and to be fair, Smash Bros. is actually my most played Switch game. I have eighty hours in it. Right, right. Well, so that's the thing. So. Is like, like it used to be Mario and Zelda. Those are the the two you get when you get a uh, Nintendo console, and like you have those. But now the front runners are Smash Bros. and Mario Kart. Those are the th- the two. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Mario Party should no, be yeah. up there, but no, it shouldn't. Don't lie. <laughs> don't, don't, don't. We need Why to do. We, we need to do well, our Mario Party stream one day. I, yeah, I've I've gotten both Ray and Stella as committed folk. Whichever oh, one wants to come. Okay, all right. Cool. That so we 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 have our enthused person. Yeah. So exactly. Um, and then I am definitely our sadness person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, um, I'm already, this is point fine of order. Okay. Interesting point of order. Super Mario Party for the Switch. Mm-hmm. 18.35 million. Yeah, that's absurd. Movies. Okay. That's absurd. It is number seven in the top ten that's, Switch sales. Uh, man, you want to... <laughs> fucking what? I, I mean, the, you know, the yeah, they pushed hard for that 19 million one. copies. Yeah. Like, what? For Mario Party. I played that uh, game. Uh, my friend Kayla showed it to me. Um, it was solid. It's fine. <laughs> okay. It was. It was Mario Party. As long as it's Mario Party. Look, I'm here for chaos, and that's if that's what, if it delivers, then whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah. The the having different kinds of like dice depending on who you're playing as is a real fucking trip. Are you telling me they like straight up Overwatched Mario Party? Everyone has their own what? stats to. Yeah, their own way of doing things. Wow, they they have their own dice. Like that's that seems like the only real extent of it. Pretty much by their own dice. Are you referring to like are the dice different? Like in terms of uh, like their numbers on them? Yes, exactly. Yeah, so they all have their own their own champion stats 
Oh, yep. okay. Well, that's a way to yeah. modernize Mario Party. And I, that doesn't seem like a bad one. It's just funny. Um, what but is the Mario Smash Party is meta? three <laughs> on that list. Wait, what's that? Smash is number three on that list. Uh, one uh, is Breath of the Wild? Uh, Breath of the Wild, so probably. Like, above mo- Breath of the Wild, because Breath of the Wild is 27.79 as of September. Oh, fucking, these numbers are crazy. Okay, what are the top what two? Are, what, are, what, yeah, what are, what's the, god damn Number it, two, Animal Crossing New Horizons. Uh, oh, okay, not, yeah, not, yeah, duh. Right, yeah. That's also now the best-selling game in Japan ever. Wow. That's all right. Okay. Um, and then number one, which we'll probably discuss in a little bit. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe with 48.41. That's fucking insane. This is all numbers as of September. Right. So this is not including October sales or even... Or the the upcoming crazy Christmas sales. Because, yeah, yeah, you know that, like, there's a whole horde of kids who have never gotten a fucking Nintendo system. Exactly. And are going to be asking for these games. I have a, you know, Mario, Mario Kart is like always a family affair. And yeah, it's, yeah, no, it, this is the, 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 the shit that surprises me is like, I know Zelda's popular and yeah. I know Zelda's a great game. Yeah. Like, don't, don't get me wrong. Like uh, Breath of the Wild, one of the best games generation. It's, it is a classic mm-hmm. to be sure. Yep. But it's also, you know, like. It's also like still like kind of a gamer game. That's what I'll mm-hmm. call it. Okay. So like, like I don't, I don't concern that realm of like Mario Kart, where like, oh, my mom plays that. Right. Like, yeah. That of course that sells fifty million copies. No, this has like an inventory management system and like durability, and and you got to run around this open world to try and you know take care of these certain tasks that are not exactly I- linear and. And and it's and it, and it get you know at least the first half of the game until you start like building up your inventory and whatnot is hard, right? <laughs> so like, like that that I, I you know I remember my experience playing that game in like the cold weather area was hilarious because I didn't have anything to keep me warm, yep. so I just I just kept making food that was spicy so I wouldn't be affected <laughs> by the cold the entire time I was there. Whatever it takes, oh. man. Um, if, if the game, if the systems allow you to do that, you can do that. Yeah, no, absolutely. The beauty S- of Breath of the thing. Wild. Yep. Um. So yeah, like uh, that. But yeah, that's like the same thing with like, like Mario. Like once again, these are all very gamery video games. I think Mario weird. rides that line. He does. I'll, I'll give you that. But yeah, so it's it's one of these things where I'm just like, man, that's really fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah, it's really fucking weird, and it's just I I'm very very much concerned about our fucking. Uh, hey, Aaron, I think you have the wrong news docket up. What's up? It's you have last Bayonetta. News you have last week's news docket up in the right corner where it says news. Oh, I uploaded. Damn. Well, hang on a second. <laughs> let me let me fix that. Thank you for pointing that out. I do like I, the little I, thing for ninja. I, Yes. He's in the shadows uh, and we can't find him. Yeah, we, lost, we lost Ninja. Yeah, we didn't announce it. Yeah, Ninja's not here. Sorry. He's uh he's sick boy. We love you. Uh, not seriously sick boy, but just like has a cold or something. So and I you know, we try not to make people come in sick unless they're me. 
So <laughs> right. <laughs> if they're me, we don't give a shit. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, anyway, yeah, like, uh, but yeah, dude, no, these numbers are crazy. These are like, these remind me of like the PS2. Right. That's kind of what it reminds me of. It's just like, oh, this just unstoppable juggernaut and right. like yeah i'm part of it because like i own almost every game in that top 10 list mm-hmm. like like oh, let me uh, see um, that top 10 list again hold on um let's see pull it up again let's see i have one two three four five six of the top 10 i own mario kart animal crossing smash zelda i don't own pokemon um Let's see. Ah, fuck. I don't have the list pulled up. Uh, M, Luckily, I do, so... Post, uh, yeah, re- read out the top ten Switch games for me. Sure, All right, so we're going to start one. from ten to one. Alright. Uh, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu slash nope, Let's Go Eevee. Don't have that. Don't have that. Uh, Ring Fit Adventure at nine. Surprising and also don't have that. Yeah, and it's not by much either. Like, Let's Go know. Pikachu is 14.81. I, I remember is 8.87. I remember during the pandemic getting a copy of Ring Fit Adventure was fucking impossible, and that's why I didn't bother <laughs> to get one. Right. I was just like, eh, if I want to work out with video games, I got a VR headset, I'll do that instead. It's uh, um, it's pretty good for it, let me tell you. Oh, I bet. I, that, let me tell you, a VR headset is good for that shit, too. Man, I've been playing Stride. That's a hell of a workout, let me tell you. Yeah, man, let me tell you that once you get to like the hard and expert levels of Beat Saber, I'm just like, reminds me of when I used to play Dance Central. Anyway, anyway, uh, going forward. Uh, so number eight at 14.92 is Pokemon Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl. Don't own that. <laughs> Almost bought it because I was in the hospital when it came out. And I really wanted something to do that I hadn't played yet. There and you go. The, instead, I just played Dragon Ball Xenoverse and Resident Evil Four again. Hey, oh, yes. those are good games. So those are really good games. So, but go all on. right. Next game: Super Mario Party at number seven. Okay. Don't know that one either. Oh, I do. Uh, Here we go. Um, I'm probably gonna buy it soon-ish so I can play it with Stella. Right. But like, because like, I think she's honestly going to keep forgetting it. And it's like, all right, I'm just going to buy Mario Party. You just got to do it. You just got to do it. Uh, Uh, Number six, Super Mario Odyssey at 24.4 million. mm -hmm. That makes sense. Uh, Number five, Pokemon Sword and Shield. Sure. Yep. Uh, Wait, wait, wait. Uh, Oh, wait, hold on. Go back to number six. What was number six? Mario Odyssey. I own that one. Okay. Yeah. Bought that that was launch. one I know you have. Yeah, um, I, 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 not only did I buy that shit at launch, I, uh, uh, I, I actually got, like, a poster for, with it. Nice. I also have the Amiibos for it. Like, I fucking love that game. <laughs> Hell yeah. Alright. Uh, five, Sword and Shield. Mm-hmm. Nope. Four, Also, Breath God, that game's bad. Yep, own that one for sure. <laughs> Three, Smash Brothers Ultimate. Mm-hmm. Yep, I have that one. Two, Animal Crossing New Horizons. Yep. Have it, but I've only played like like an hour of it at most. Yeah, you missed out. <laughs> yeah, you missed out, bruh. Uh, I, you know what? The, the, it's because of the podcast, because that week, 
that everyone started that game, I chose to review Doom instead. And I was like, well, I'm behind, so I don't care anymore. Uh, I mean, that, that craze was like a good six-month period, but... At least. Yeah, yeah but, but yeah, like it, the, but yeah, so I, I was just like, eh, I'll get to it when I get to it. And Gary you know, Witta was ho- mean, hosting a podcast in the game with Danny Trejo showing off his island at like during the summer. Uh, <laughs> fucking Lord. <gasps> Shit, fuck. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then number one, Mario Kart 8. Yep. Yep. Okay. Very one, one of the best, if not the best, Mario Kart. Um, it is probably the best Mario Kart, but it is not my favorite. Sure. Uh, my favorite is probably still, um, honestly, seven. Really? I, really? Huh. Yep. Interesting. Yeah, like, yeah, like, so something about being on the 3DS and just having it available whenever. That's, yeah. that's fair. Yeah. And as, as much as I like the Switch and it is a portable console, mm-hmm. it's not the same. No. Sure. <laughs> It's a lot harder to drag around to work or other places with me. Speaking of Um, lists, uh, we have down at the bottom of this article explaining this whole situation, uh, top 25 Switch games. Sure, let's do it. You want to just, let's just do this. Yeah, let's judge IGN's choices. Number 25, Uh, Ring Fit Adventure. Um, I've not seen enough of it to really judge that. I'm, I've heard it's great. I think it's, I, I think it's a cool thing. If you're just like a casual switch person and you want to exercise this, this absolutely does, uh, the job for sure. It does, um, does it, it works as advertised. It makes me feel like I'm not accomplishing as much as it feels like I'm accomplishing and be like, Oh, you burned like 50 calories. I'm like, fuck you game. Are you kidding me? My legs are on fire. Um, <laughs> man that was a, that was a fucking real eye opener when I got my Apple watch to see what amount of exercise is what amount of fucking calories burned. right and then both of these like I'm just like I, I don't know if I trust this I, I want to assume anyway so it's good like this should this character should become a fighter in Smash Bros um, yeah that, yeah okay um, yeah and also it's so low down on the list I can't really say much also yeah, yeah. 24 xenoblade chronicles definitive edition um i did not like xenoblade chronicles um i realized that is a hot take uh i found its combat system fucking very convoluted and frustrating Mm. um so there's that um you know but i i think the world seems really cool yeah if anything but yeah that's not enough to to make me be like, oh man, Xenoblade Chronicles. Right, yeah, it's never resonated uh, with me uh, that way. Yeah, like it's yeah. So like this picture's I, cool. Yeah, like I, I don't, you know, like I, I, I just, you know, it, it ain't, it ain't my thing. Yep, and that's fine. I see. I understand why people like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, All right. What's what's next? Twenty three. Link's Awakening. The remake. Yeah, that's a great game. Yeah, that's a great yeah. game. Uh, it runs like shit. <laughs> oh. Like, like it literally. Um. Yeah. Um. Look nice yeah. though. Yeah, like it looks, it looks great. Yeah. yeah, it looks great. It's a lot of fun. I I rented it. it it's but like yeah, man. Just it's like, stuck the on the frame switch. rate. Yeah, like it it is pushing. That's one of those games that's just pushing every inch of that system, and it cannot always hang. Ah, unfortunately. Damn. All right, twenty two. Chicory, a colorful tale. Um, never played it. Heard it was great. I heard it was great. 
I'm just going to uh, to trust it. So, uh, I who was it? Uh, it was it was the girl that works out of uh, kind of funny. Um, Janet, mm. I believe, is her name. She that was like her game of the year last year. Okay. Um. So I mean. I read, uh, I'm just reading this paragraph here. It's a game about imposter syndrome, mental health, and the struggles of being a creative told with a grounded perspective blended with genuine hope and empathy, all of which is supported elegantly by its intense boss battles. Holy hell. Jesus fuck. That sounds all right. That is a a glowing advertisement of that fucking game. (laughs) Holy shit. All right. It's... I can tell this is one of those games that I'm probably never going to play because, like, even during a game drought, like, the backlog is so large, like, I don't know if this ever makes it, but it looks cool, so. Uh, no, I feel you. I yeah. feel you. Uh, you know, it's it's one of those things where you, you got to pick and choose. And Yep. Uh, yeah, another one, uh, similarly for me, uh, SteamWorld Dig 2, which I've heard good things about. Wasn't that on Game Pass? I didn't care for the first SteamWorld Dig, so I never played this. Okay yeah um so that's you know all right what's what's next splatoon 2 uh yeah that game was awesome that game's great uh fantastic what a good time uh we'll be talking about splatoon 3 a little later was, I, yeah i don't know when this list was it'd be nice if it said yeah but but yeah but yeah all right so next mario and rabbit's kingdom battle uh that was a that was another really good one that was also one of the two scripts ray and i wrote for destructoid oh wow okay <laughs> so, i have fond memories of that game because it uh what was it? it was it was like this and two other games where ray and i like played them wrote scripts for them and then sent them in and they turned them into videos nice hell yeah so yeah uh, right, 18 Mario Party Superstars it's it's honestly the best Mario Party in a long fucking time at least sure. I, I can say that I can say that nice thing about it okay <laughs> you know let's see 17 Paper Mario the Origami King um very funny I hate it's fucking combat system oh no oh. it's so dumb and frustrating damn um I but yeah I think if you want a game that like if you're willing to like work around a kind of frustrating combat system to get really really um really funny okay uh you know like dialogue and a world mm-hmm well, that sounds all right. Like, all right, let's move on here. Uh, sixteen Pokemon Sword and Shield. Uh, let's see. Garbage. Beyond seeing hundreds garbage. of monsters in HD on your nice big TV, Sword and Shield brought with it a slew yeah, of welcome man, changes. I, I love seeing those DS assets blown up on a sixty-five inch TV. Yeah, <laughs> look great. Oh God! It's. I'm really oh, looking God, forward to seeing how scarlet and violet looks i'm i'm expecting that it will be at best like limited by what the switch can do um, man, man no that's not the excuse when like very similar open worldish games are on switch that look a million times better than any of the pokemon games have yeah but uh, uh, you know making like one one hundredth the amount of money right uh, yeah well i just don't have high hopes for them figuring that out Mm. me neither but you know so 
I think, you know, it was it was definitely a moment of like people have been looking forward to a Pokemon console game and obviously it fell well short of everyone's expectations, but it mm. did happen and you could play through it and there were Pokemon there. Poke- Pokemon Sword and Shield, it did happen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> put that on the box, Put it baby. on the box, come on. Uh, um, also, like because it was uh, set in the UK, the theme was capitalism. Put your put your Pokemon to work for other companies, and then at the end, the CEO turns out to be evil. Well, that's weird. Anyway, uh, let's see. Moving on, Super Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury at 15. Uh, great game. Probably one of the best. Uh, probably one of the best. Uh, Mario games and easily one of the most underrated. Okay. Like people rarely talk about it, but like, man, that game was fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it was like just the, the perspective from which you played or if it was just the way they did the world after, you know, a lot of galaxy and odyssey, like this seemed underwhelming to people, but. Well, I mean this, the original one of these came out before odyssey, but yeah, you, you know, but I'm just saying, like, you know, th- when you look at this world and you compare it to either uh, Odyssey or Galaxy, like, it's like, okay, yeah, it's Mario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they went back to traditional Mario, but man, the soundtrack is the fucking best of the three. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Uh, dude, do you want jazzy as fuck Mario? That sounds all right. I thought Odyssey want, was, might have been that, but I don't know. You want, you want Cat Bowser? Sure, why not? Yes. Whatever happened yeah. with that like Super Saiyan Bowser thing that we saw, or what? What was happening uh, there? That is that is like a boss in the Bowser's Inside, or not Bowser's Inside Story, Bowser's Fury thing. Okay, all right. Um, One yeah, of these so. days, I may check that out. Uh, it's 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 a it's a cool one for all right. sure. All right, fourteen Monster Hunter Rise. Um, um, I have not played enough to judge it. I think it's a great game, and everyone who I know who likes Monster Hunter seems to really fucking love it. So They really yeah. do, so we'll, we'll, we'll yeah, give it to them. It, it seems like one of the better ones, for sure. Right. Um, so that's a thing. But so that's yeah. a thing. Number 13, Stardew Valley. Uh, yeah, that deserving. Um, I mean, I know most people I know play on PC with mods, but, I mean, this is... If, if, like, you, if, you, if you can't have go, mods, yeah, you got it on the go. You, and, you know, you also, you know, don't own a Steam Deck because it's fucking insanely expensive. <laughs> right. So, yep. Uh, so. 12, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Um, I, I just don't. It was a big deal Emblem, at the time. Yeah, I just, the Fire Emblem's just not for me, and I just recognize that. That's, you're right. <laughs> That's fair. Um, let's uh, see. Number 11, Slay the Spire. Uh, I have not played this. Uh, that game was really fucking cool. Okay. I, I, I played it on PC, but, uh, yeah, I could see that game being fucking dope on Switch. That's the, that's the card battler, right? Yes, it seems like there's some yeah. cards going on yeah, in this. So, cool. Um, All right, so, let's move on. Cool. Now, we've entered the top ten. Top ten, Hollow Knight. Uh, yeah, that game is dope. Everyone loves people like Hollow Knight. Turns out, Uh, number nine, Celeste. Hey, people like Celeste. That game was awesome. Also, that's the game I actually do have on the Switch. Another cool little platformer. Uh, Hey, number eight, Mario Kart Eight Deluxe. Um, I mean, yeah, it's 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 arguably the best Mario Kart. Yep. Uh, Seven Hades. Fucking damn Uh, right. The great fucking game. Another game to have on the go. 
played that on PC and Xbox, but damn, it was good. Mm-hmm. Very um, good. And uh, let's see. Number six, Luigi's Mansion 3. Um, uh, I don't think it should be that high. I think it's a really good game, but also it's... It it I found it frustrating at times with my that might just be me and puzzle games so maybe you know, I don't know um, take that how you will we did see the the Mario movie trailer also yesterday and I have high hopes with that tease at the end of the trailer of Luigi in like a horror themed area like, d- yeah yes same I, it's, if we get some some Luigi's Mansion callouts I'll be happy <laughs> uh, let's see five Metroid just Dread the- what's up. Honestly, honestly, I'd be happy with just the music cue. Like he gets in a spooky situation, and then you hear ba, da, na, na, na. That'd be good. So, that'd be really good. That'd be good. Da, na, 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 da, na, na. Met- Metroid Five uh, or Five? Metroid Dread. Uh really good game. I found the escape sequences were really cool at first, but really fucking annoying later. Okay. I like. I was like, oh, this is like actually really terrifying and cool. But by the time you get to like the the third one, you're just like, this is annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I heard some but, differing uh, opinions as time went on with this game, but uh, tie up on I, this I list. Think it, I think as far as like 2D Metroid goes, especially being the first one in like literal decades, it's pretty good. All right. Cool. So good. you know, number four, Animal yeah. Crossing: New Horizons. We've we talked about it. That's yeah. That is a cultural phenomenon. Part of it is right place. Part of it right time. Part of it is the fact that it is a legitimately kind of incredible video game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very good Animal Crossing. So, Number three, yeah. Super Mario Odyssey. Yeah, that's literally the best Mario in over a decade. Yeah. When it came out. It's fantastic. It's absolutely spectacular. All right. Are we thinking Zelda next, and then Smash Bros? That would be my guess. Or the yeah. actually the other way around. I'm saying Smash Zelda. Okay. Oh yeah. You know, oh, that's tough. Actually, the more I think about it. All right. Here we go. Duh. Ah, two is Smash Ultimate. Um, I think it's number one. It's my most played Switch game by far. I mean, they accomplished what Smash set out to be. It's all the characters and more. And they finally like had a reason to be like, all right, you melee players can go play in a basement. This is your tournament game now, fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> like they did everything and it's just it's, what more could you ask for other than more characters I I, I I literally will always remember that goddamn games reveal because like they're, they're, they're going through like the, the history of Smash Bros characters just like one by one by one by one and then eventually they just stop and say everyone is here <laughs> and they literally show you oh shit Everyone is here. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, so, so it is. It's fucking so sick. But you know, so. Smash Bros. did not affect adventure games the way this next game did. Oh no, absolutely like, not. Like, uh, look, that's I, I uh, yeah, like Breath of the Wild is a fucking revolutionary, brown groundbreaking fucking game. That's. Uh, it's in a league of its own it's a goddamn masterclass. yep you know mm-hmm. it's, it's, so yes um yeah ign the back half of your list is janky and weird but 
also no bayonetta this list gets a zero out of ten <laughs> well okay so so we like like you said before i think you're right in suspecting that this list was made a while ago and they just like linked it to this article because they could well, i'm saying like bayonetta one and two are also on switch oh that's right because they they put splatoon 2 on here so i feel like yeah you should, you should put oh, one oh. of those bayonettas uh, yeah. but that's bayonetta 2 is. is still the best bayonetta oh okay uh but yeah so i don't so yeah i, I also like when we <sighs> did lists our back halves were always janky i feel like that's just how it is with yeah, these top that, lists that, uh, it, uh, yeah, you're right you're definitely <laughs> right about that but when, when we did top uh, tens it was like the top five tended to be pretty we kind of had it hashed out for the most part and then that six through ten was like let's let's get our favorite game in there <laughs> fuck everyone else we're doing this oh god uh so yep all right uh nintendo sold a lot they did that's what you they, need to know uh, they, 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 they made nintendo hey nintendo made a lot of money guys wow shocking shocking, shocking <laughs> no one uh um, shall we move on to a new story where they forego getting more money yes absolutely <laughs> oh, it, it, it so... is nintendo's it is nintendo's way yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Miyamoto says backwards compatibility is easier than ever before, but the company won't focus on it. Um, why not? Seriously. Because why? they want to make new experiences, but you can do both. You can. It has been proven that you can do both. Well, you know, uh, I don't know. The Xbox is the one releasing the least amount of new stuff, and they're working great on like getting their backwards compatibility going. Sony's working on new stuff, but they can't figure out. Oh, you have to stream to a server to do your backwards compatibility. Uh, like uh, fucking. Uh, okay. Uh, yes, you're right. You, you are right in that in that sense. But on the other side of it, um, hey, at least on the PS5, you can play PS4 games. That's true. Like you, you have this very, you have this bare minimum. Like, well, at least I can play my PS4 games, you know. Like, mm-hmm. and, and like, I, I feel like being able to play Switch games on whatever Switch Two, Switch Pro, Switch, whatever it is, um, you know, like happens is. It, it is like the bare minimum. I'm not asking them to go like make a working GameCube emulator that also works on this probably kind of mediocre portable chip. Right. You know. Right. I'm not asking them to do that, though it's obviously possible because they got Mario Sunshine running. Yep. Um, you know, I'm not asking them to go back and like you know make an adapter to plug in my fucking Wii U discs. I'm just asking them. Hey, you guys have made what is a top five system of all time yep. that is going to continue to be selling units into the next year or two before your next thing comes out. Whenever that is, mm-hmm. I- I'm just saying it would be really fucking cool. If all these goddamn games I bought digitally, literally tens of, f- you know, just tens of them, right? Like just tons and tons of these damn things. Plenty. Um, you know, like I, I think I have like over fifty Switch games at this point. I mean, how many how many games did we buy uh, on the Wii Virtual Console? Right, you know, uh, and, you know, and those mo- and those moved over to the Wii U actually. See, that's incredible. And, and hey, you know, well, incredible. I feel like a consumer focused 
uh, console developer would say, hey, that's the least we could do, you know, like Xbox. Like, oh, you purchased this with this account? Well, guess what? You still have access to that game if, as long as that game can work on this system. It's nice when they can do that. Yeah, like, it's just because, like, once again, this is an x86 chip, or no, this is an ARM chip. Mm-hmm. They, they, they absolutely can go with something like this again, and I'm just so fucking just done, man, with, with like, every, you know, because also, like, if you've been gaming for a while, mm-hmm. and you don't have backwards compatibility, fuck, it sucks. Yep. In my closet, okay, so this is literally the systems I have in this house right now. In my closet, I have a PS2. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a Wii U. I have an N64, Game Boy Advance, a Game Boy Color, um, and an Xbox 360 sitting in my closet right now. Right. Then in the li- living room, I have a Wii, a PS3, and an Xbox Series S. Um, and my roommate has a switch out there and like, it's just like, God damn it. It's not that fuck it. Like uh, you obviously have done it. Companies have done it. I'm just, Oh, so let's, let's read, let's read this quote here. Uh, during a, in a financial briefing on Wednesday, Miyamoto spoke on how backwards compatibility has become easier over time. Quote, Previously, software development for dedicated video game systems was conducted in development environments dedicated to each hardware platform. This meant that those environments could not be brought forward when the hardware changed, and it would become impossible to play software released for previous hardware without making changes. However, the software development environments have recently been gradually integrated, so generally speaking, it has become easier to implement an environment where software released for past hardware can be played on new hardware. Um... Having said so, Nintendo's strength is in our creation of new entertainment. So when we release new hardware going forward, we plan to continue to offer new and unique gameplay that cannot be realized on existing software. Uh, I mean, that's fine, that's, but that doesn't stop you from fucking... It doesn't. Like that, It doesn't, like, this literally does nothing to stop you from like making it so you can just i can play my old goddamn video games well what's funny is that this goes back to uh the pokemon conversation of like you're nintendo you absolutely have the people or the money to pay people to make this happen while y'all are working on the new marios and zeldas you can do it uh, yes they very much can I agree with you. I would rather they just come out and said, look, we just know y'all are going to pay for those same games on the new system and we've crunched the numbers and we get more money that way. At least be honest. Yeah, yeah. like I I would love for you to come out and be like, you know, because that's what Sony does is just like, yeah, the engagement on backwards compatibility kind of sucks. People tend to be kind of full of crap in regards to this. I'm sorry, but this is not something we want to spend time or money on. Yeah. Like, if you just, you know, if you just want to fucking just tell me that, just tell me that, you know? Right. Like, you don't, you don't have to fucking sit around and, like, do this shit, right? Like, like, I, I, I can't imagine there'd be much backlash if they just said, look, we are a business, we just get more money out of you from doing that. If you pay us less or something, if you were to, like, actually succeed in a gaming boycott, 
you know, for once, then maybe we'd reconsider. We are a business. We are driven by money. Y'all are the ones with the money giving it to us. So direct us. But otherwise, we're going to keep doing this. You know, like, if you want to spend a shit ton of money to, like... You know, if you want to spend an ass load of money on all these, the you know, this backwards compatible stuff, mm-hmm. we'll make all of it. Mm-hmm. We'll make every bit of it. But like, <laughs> you know, but it, it's obviously apparent that it doesn't, at least for Nintendo. Right. And yeah, I don't know, man. It's just, it's so frustrating because like, you you have the artistic side of it that's frustrating, right? Yeah. Like that part of it is super annoying because it's like, well, video games are art, yep, and it's really fucking annoying to have you know essentially culture, mm-hmm. like just yeah, you know, if you really want this, you 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 can definitely like get a hold of it if you're willing to to put up with a lot of bullshit. Yep, you know. Yep. Uh, so. so frustrating as hell. Uh, also, at the, right at the end here, it says uh, price increase for the Switch hasn't been fully ruled out, which like everyone is all the cons- like Sony, I think, did raise their prices, right? Everywhere but North America. Yes, right. They did. So Microsoft went back on their thing and said, yeah, we're considering it next year. And Nintendo here is like, yeah, um, which. <sighs> Next year is going to be a hell of a roller coaster ride for a number of companies. Ah, um, dude, I, I'm not looking forward to this. Yeah, I am not. I, I can already tell that the news stories that are uh, that are going to come out of this are fucking just going to be a nightmare. It's going to be uh, a nightmare. Uh, I, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not looking forward to it in any way, shape, or form. Which is a shame because a lot of games are supposed to be coming out next year, and it's especially gonna be bad for Xbox. Uh, oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Like uh, you know, because like that they have Starfield. Co- and to be fair, if Microsoft's smart, uh, uh, you know, I have a feeling that they'll just like oh, fuck it. We're just gonna eat the cost, right? Like we're just we're just, we're just gonna suck it up and eat the cost, and it is what it is. You know, as long but, as they come like, out with Game uh, Pass and keep people subscribed to Game Pass, then like. Yeah, they can keep building off that, but uh, so yeah, so Nintendo continuing to not put backwards compatibility exactly at the forefront. Um, and like I, 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 and once again, this is a thing where like I understood it on the, I understood it on the Switch, right? Because it's like okay, well, like yeah, you don't have a disc thing, yeah, and you don't, you know, you don't have a fucking this, that, or the other. Like, all right, fine. Like, I don't like it, but fine. Yeah. But, like, this is a case where, you know, like, at least make it so downloadable games are. Like, like, to, right. like something and just, just anything, man. <laughs> they just keep making systems that are not meant to play other systems. Uh, just no thoughts. So. Fucking oh, Jesus. Uh, so okay. frustrating. So unbelievably frustrating. All right, back to happy Nintendo news. Happy Nintendo news. All right, Kirby and the Forgotten Land has reportedly become the best-selling game in the franchise. Holy crap! Um, uh, that uh, you know, once this goes back, this goes back to the Switch. Does not surprise me. <laughs> does right. not, you know. Oh man, hey, the the most popular system. Yeah. That they have ever made. I at it actually, yeah, I think it is on pace to. 
outdo the uh the wii u it, it, yeah like oh yeah or not the wii u the, i was the gonna say like, what the all right yes uh like yeah no 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 shit yep like um so yeah that doesn't that doesn't necessarily surprise me um it it you know it <sighs> i mean yeah. look, look at this kirby uh, car it's beautiful <laughs> It's pretty great, and that game is supposedly really good. I believe Emily, you played it, correct? I did. What'd you think? I liked it. I I love Kirby. Sure, Kirby's, yes. Kirby's my my dude. Kirby's incredible. And, yeah, and I had a lot of fun on this game, so it is very much one I highly recommend. Fantastic. Yep. Fair. I became a Kirby fan through uh, Smash Bros, but. Uh... He was always good in Smash. Always, always was. If I if I'm like having a bad time and I've been like experimenting with characters and not getting anything, I'll just default back to Kirby. I know how Kirby works. I can do it. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. There you go. It has that very forgiving, you know, jump to when you get knocked off the stage and nice. Um. So yeah, good for Kirby, uh, savior of the world multiple times in the Smash Bros. universe. Um, yes. The true hero. The true hero of the Nintendo verse. Also, had a really, really good, fun uh, anime show back on. uh, Oh, yeah, right back at you. Yes, yes, that's what it was. Yep, that was a good show. Um, Yeah. All right. Yeah, so let's see. Let's get on to the next story, uh, which is hey, God of War came out. It did. Mm-hmm. And uh, Phil Spencer, being the classy guy, is uh, said, congratulations, I cannot wait to play it. Um, good, man. Which, you know, I, I think oh, this yeah. is just a good, like... I think we cover the gaming industry here on this podcast. That's the point of it. Um, mm-hmm. And we celebrate any time the big, the big three are congratulating each other and being good sports about uh, the competition between them all. And so... yeah. God of War is a big, giant ass game for Sony. Um, I, I would say that it's, uh, in all honesty, it's probably one of the real game of the year contenders. I, I mean, I, from what I understand, yeah. it's like one of the two. Yeah, like it's it, that's a big fucking deal. Like it's it's on that uh, level, yeah. you know. Like especially after that yeah. first uh, rebooted God of War came out and blew everyone's minds. Um, Man, I had so loved such fucking low expectation for that game, and they right. Uh, they fucking they proved me wrong. I still have not played it. Uh, I don't. I don't know when I'm ever going to get to it. But uh, people, I I I booted up some gameplay and like looking at it didn't seem like much to me. Uh, but I imagine playing it feels really good. It does. It's it's one of the better feeling games out there for sure. That was another one. Uh, we went to the movie theater and we saw that trailer, which is like. It was like Ben Stiller in Kratos outfit oh, talking the one with that I shared yeah. with the channel. Yes, uh with LeBron like James dad talking and promoting God of War. Who was the third one? It was Ben Stiller. Uh, so it's John Travolta. John Travolta. LeBron James and Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller is in full Kratos yep. cosplay. Yep. At, all right. Yeah, sure. And uh you know, <laughs> you you want to roll out the red carpet for uh god of war right now so uh but yeah there you go uh we're always thrilled to see everyone congratulating each other uh Mm -hmm. you know it is 
in the game of capitalism, you gotta you gotta fight each other for for the most monies. That's how it works. But uh, in terms of people who care about games being good, it is a cooperative effort. That competition Indeed. is good. Um, uh, yes, and also having diverse you know having diverse places to play with interesting games makes everyone compete more, and that's always better. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's the business aspect where they're like fucking people over and like doing exclusivity deals and things like that that can make it seem real messy but when you look at the people like Corey Balrog and Phil Spencer and and all them like these are these are good people we, we've seen uh stuff like this before at like E3 where uh Adam Boys and Phil Spencer have uh talked with each other and just like enjoyed the play fights that they've had uh, on the yeah, internet well, yeah absolutely so just you know because we came from a like everyone's on it now like with twitter and all that but like we were in the forums during the console wars stuff and that was fun but it was also mm-hmm. nonsense um yeah and so i think one of the message messages we like to relay is like the console wars are good fun but these are all people who care about games and they want games just as a whole to be good um yeah so which i i mean at the end of the day that's what all gamers should want too like, it's what they I, should I, want I, yes I, I, find, I find the whole console war thing outside of like messing around jokingly yeah or you know someone you know or like the down and out fucking thing <laughs> it was fun know. when when that was our whole world in high school you know it yeah. was like there was high school and then there was shit talking and uh all that fun stuff which we did uh, for years uh, with with forum wars and and all that fun it's fun it's fun it's a good time yeah. um and you know <laughs> this this uh i'm not saying we don't take sides uh if you've been listening to this podcast uh we've been kind of high on the xbox train and and a little critical of sony here and there due to uh their place in the quote-unquote console wars but like, and, and also the way they're running their businesses right now right yes yep, pretty much mm-hmm. <laughs> but at the end of the day we want good games to be made we wish the best for all of these developers um and so this is cool this is cool to see um want to highlight that as much as we possibly can uh so yeah that, that was the whole news story there you go you did it <laughs> I, I I want to throw in something nice and light and fluffy. Yeah, which yeah. you know what we need that and and here we are providing it. This is one of those feel good mm-hmm. stories. Um. All right, here's <laughs> so we went from high, low, high, and <laughs> now, we're, now we're gonna get to what the fuck. Um, <laughs> Just straight down. That's that's the, the this is like down and then out out in left field somewhere. I don't know. Palmer Lucky, dude, I read this news story this week, and I was like, "This has to go in the podcast." What are, what are we doing over there's here? No Listen, other, I there's saw n- this article and shared it because I thought this had to go in the podcast. Because I was the, like, the, uh, uh, "Yeah, like, are we just recreating the movie Stay Alive right now?" Like, I, really? I, uh, apparently Gamer. he was. Apparently he was influenced by Sword Art Online. Okay. So. Oh Jesus, fuck. I saw that and I'm like no no (laughs) Palmer Lucky defense contractor and the father of modern virtual reality yeah that's great Um, uh, yeah so is he just bored because Oculus was sold to Facebook in 2014 
where is he at now? What does he do? Because this is this just screams like someone who has a lot of money and is bored. I, yeah, he he likes the idea. Like that's 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 the fucking old. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Lucky published his post about the killer headset on November 6th, the day that Sword Art Online went live in the world of the game's fiction. Jesus. This man's a fan. (laughs) I mean, I'm not, once again, not surprised. I I like this quote here. The good news is that we are halfway to making a true nerve gear. The bad news is that so far, I have only figured out the half that kills you. (laughs) Um... According to Lucky, the device's creator was able to hide from his employees, regulators, and contract manufacturing partners. I'm a pretty smart guy, but I couldn't come up with any way to make anything like this work, not without attaching the headset to gigantic pieces of equipment. Um, Unable to make the perfect recreation, Lucky opted for explosive modular charges. He tied them to a narrow band photo sensor that detects the headset views a specific red screen that flashes at a specific frequency. When an appropriate game over screen is displayed, the charges fire, instantly destroying the brain of the user. (laughs) Why? (laughs) That's what I was saying. Even if it's like a joke, like what? What the fuck? The fact that this man took his time and money and energy it was just like, I want to make a fucking headset that blows your brain up. Uh, <sighs> Lucky said that he used... Yeah. Lucky said he used three <laughs> explosive charges he usually uses for a different project, quote-unquote. Lucky different, didn't specify which project, but he is also the founder of Anduril, a weapons and defense contractor, which has won massive contracts with the government that is already developing loitering munitions, anti-drone tech for U.S. Special Forces, and underwater drones. Fuck. Can you... I'm out. I'm out. I quit. I'm done. <laughs> you couldn't have used your talents for creating, like, the better part of Nerve Gear? Like, don't do weapons manufacturing. Maybe just, like, can you do... If you're going to be evil, at least be the oh. evil that's, like, creates the Matrix pod where we can, like, live in the Matrix. <laughs> like, Please? at least... For the love of God. Instead of putting your talents towards killing people? What if... Anyway. Uh, oh, man. Even so, there are a huge variety of failures that could occur and kill the user at the wrong time. How about it could kill you if you die in a video game, which happens very frequently? Mm-hmm. I have not worked oh, up the Lord. balls to actually use it myself. Oh, I'm shocked. Uh, fuck, man. Okay. Pe- there are people who have money that like and talents that maybe... Just, just go to a beach. Just go lay, lay down. Also, I want this Xbox sword. What is this? I don't know what that is. There's clearly an Xbox logo on here. I'm like, is this for Xenoblade? Not Xenoblade. Uh, Their their MMO on Xbox. Phantom Dust. Yeah. (laughs) I forget. Anyway, Palmer Lucky's out of his mind. Uh, (laughs) Next news Not in a good way. Not in a good way. Um, uh, good, good luck to him having a mind if he ever does try this out. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! All right, time to hit the lowest point of this podcast. All right, go Man, on. this is a roller coaster. Um, Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman himself, has died. Um, 
Voice. After a lengthy battle with cancer, is what I understand. Yes. Uh, let's see. This is a, he, he he passed away at age sixty six. Damn, man. At, right, that's fairly young. Like, yes. Factoring in, like the average American male lives to eighty. Like that's that's fairly young when you yeah. sit and think about it. He was still doing Batman uh, stuff. Yeah, I know. It wasn't that long ago. Uh, you know, and, uh, voice of Batman for our childhoods, voice of Batman for the Arkham series. Uh, he was still out doing Batman hardcore and was, you you know, you want to put, you want to create a list of the best Batman and put him in, in there. Like he's, he is is the guy in my opinion, at least like, Yeah. Like Bale, you know, is you know growly voice Batman, and uh, what's his name from Twilight apparently did a good job for that universe's Batman. Uh, Robert Pattinson, and oh. yes, he did. Okay, <laughs> that's what I understand. Um, but I can confirm that because I've seen yeah, the Batman uh, yeah, at least twice I, now. <laughs> yes, same. The the uh, but this one he's he's been around for what two animated series. Two animated series. He was also in Batman Beyond. He was also in the fucking. Uh, he was the. He, you know, he was the Arkham games. Uh, and, a, and a shit ton of animated movies. And that is the most. The most uh, stable Batman throughout. What three decades? At least. Yeah. It, it, it made it made me want to replay the Arkham games. Yep. Yep. Same. I mean, you were kind of already there, Bronson, but now you got a, a special. Yeah, like like I've already I did Asylum earlier this year on my Xbox. I might just run through them all again on PC. Uh, yeah, man, like, it's yeah. They've they've done. He's been Batman for a good good long time, and he will be everyone's Batman for a generation or two. Uh, yeah. Lordy. When uh, when I found out about this, I was at work and my brother messaged me. I was like, I was literally about to sob on the floor. Mm. And I uh, I messaged my brother this and he thought it was absolutely perfect. Um, So I told my brother he was vengeance. He was the knight. He is always and forever (laughs) the Batman. Mm hmm. Oh, yep. And it's Fuck true. Him. Like he was Batman for my for our childhood, for people who learned about Batman in like the mid to late nineties, and he was also Batman for the Arkham games, which was for some people their introduction. Yep. And God, he's that just it it's it's weird. It's super weird to think about like you know, like I, I heard that news story. Like I was sitting on the couch, and I fucking like got the 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 news right. Like I I, I was like I heard the news story, and I was just like, "Fucking Batman died! What the fuck is happening?" Yep. Oh. Uh, um, he was doing. He yeah. was doing great. He he said he was doing cons. Uh, you know, for those those last moments he had, and. uh and the outpouring mm-hmm. for him on Twitter has just been oh, of course. crazy. Like the guys that do Ninja Turtles, mm-hmm. 
uh, like Rob Paulson, he shared some things. Um, Susan Eisenberg, who was Wonder Woman in the animated series. Tara Strong, mm-hmm. who was Batgirl in the original animated series and was Harley Quinn in Arkham City and Arkham Knight. Mm-hmm. She was just pouring her heart out. And I was just sobbing when I was seeing all of this. Just mm. like. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Best Batman. Without a doubt. Soon to be played by Liam Hensworth. No. No, 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 no. Absolutely no. Uh, Much as I love the kid. Henry Cavill. No, he's always going to be Superman, without question. What if he was Um, Superman and Batman? Holy shit. The most dangerous man alive. I mean, Troy Baker was Batman and the Joker. That's, that's crazy. I can't believe they did that. That's, mm. But that's also so, Troy Baker, you know. It is also Troy Baker. Uh, Troy Baker can do anything. But yes, I, he can. But we were talking about this. It's like, who, how can you replace this? I, you can't do a, you can't like find a good recreation. It's, it's, someone's no. got to just be their own person because like Kevin Conroy is Kevin Conroy. Yeah, absolutely. So, good luck to them. Uh, best wishes to Kevin Conroy's family and friends. Um, it's so sad. Yeah. But man, it's, he left a hell of a legacy behind. Holy hell. Yeah, he he fucking Holy did. Shit. That man definitely did. Yeah. For sure. So. Um, uh, it's, it's sad. It's really sad. You know. Yep. <sighs> all right let's move on to, to a story i don't know how to feel about how about that okay confusing okay. feelings uh gears of war movie announced on netflix alongside adult animated series um i don't yeah i'm not sure how i feel about that yeah like i thought i they've been they've been really fucking hitting out of the park right like as far as uh as far as like animated video game stuff goes and video game stuff in general on Netflix, mm-hmm. like Edge Runner is literally one of my favorite animes now. Right. right. Arcane was really, really good. Okay. Like that, you know, they, they have definitely, you know, that they, they are hosting the Pokemon animes there. Mm-hmm. You know, like they, they are doing a lot of really good you know they have the cuphead show on there that's really good right tekken bloodlines is on there and it's good for being a tekken you know like all right i realize that's grading on a curve but still you know (laughs) like uh and they have some good anime you know they have some good anime about video games like high score girl on there Mm -hmm. so i mean if this is a niche that netflix at castlevania Yep, Castlevania. Like, if Netflix feels that they can continue to make really good video game-based shows and movies, fuck it, sure. And Gears is, in my opinion, perfect for that. Yep. You know? Uh, like, oh. I mean, everyone that I know that plays and loves Gears of War knows that we want Batista for Marcus. Oh. Um... I don't know what you do for the rest, but I, I think I think that's a no-brainer for the live-action feature film. 
Yeah, absolutely. And then animated absolutely. series, you know, you can do whatever you want there, but uh, t- yeah, and yeah, so it's. I I hope they do good. Uh, you know, um, I'm sure Xbox is really hoping they do good, hoping to get like a Witcher esque kind of. <laughs> interest in the franchise oh yeah they did they did the they did the witcher they did the witcher yep um because man i don't even know what's happening in the newest gears like i played through over half of gears 5 and i i can't tell you what's going on in it that's fair enough like the like the whole story of gears of war is there is emergence day where the locusts came up to the surface and started attacking and so you're kind of in a post-apocalyptic universe humans are trying to survive against locusts and that's the whole thing and you like you're having to deal with uh you know humans becoming monsters themselves against other humans while the locusts are still doing their thing and well, the, the, those 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 things that are capturing them are the locust, just an evolved form of the locust. Right. Okay. Look, the original Gear story was a lot better. I'm not <laughs> it was better, but it was simpler. Say, if anyone's um, going to be able to explain the Gears of War lore, yeah, I certainly hope it's you, Bronson. <laughs> uh, it, it, That's debatable. That's fair. <laughs> Yeah. Gears of War, people like to talk about like Gears of War being the cinematic counterpart to Sony's cinematic experiences, and I think in terms of mm-hmm. presentation, they do that, but in terms of story, it's like, I, you know, you know, they're surviving against the Locust. <laughs> what do you want? Sure. Um, yeah. So, I mean, with the characters that they have, I think they should just go full Fast and Furious and just get ridiculous with it. Um, <laughs> I think that's the way to go. That's fair. fair that's absolutely fair. fair. But, uh... <laughs> yeah, uh, Cliff, Cliff Bozinski uh, said, res- responded by tweeting, Oh, shit! Um, oh, yeah, here we go. Uh, it's unclear if this project is connected to the Gears of War movie that has been stuck in development for the 15 years. Jesus. Dave Bautista has been consistently attached as Marcus Phoenix, which he has described as a dream role. So, okay, so at least we know he's on board. Um... Fair enough. Yeah. Like Oscar Isaac being Solid Snake in the Metal Gear. That would shit. That's a good that's one. That's a dream role. That would be pretty for cool. Not only him, but for the fans. So we can get yes. that growly voice. That's then we're good. Oh. <laughs> uh, that'd be fun. Um Okay, you want to know what would be good? Chris Pratt as Otacon. Get a wig and get him to piss himself, and then, hey, all right. <laughs> oh, God. Good job. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> um, so, yeah, all right. Well, uh, good luck to them. I, that's, like, kind of the best. They, they've they done the Halo stuff for a while. That most recent Halo show apparently just sucked. Um, it, it was it, okay. It sure did. It, because, like, they just said the writers could do whatever they wanted, and it's like, okay, wow, cool. Um, you have so much you have so much to draw from yeah for halo and And, you just went with that right and then gears is like i'm gears is debatable as far as their gears has novels right yeah it does okay okay they're okay they're okay god damn it man there are a couple that are really good but they're mostly (laughs) it yeah okay well good luck to them uh i hope we get our batista gears of war movie that's that's the highest please please um, for the love of god give this to us i think emily you said uh as long as you like like cliff 
tweeted out like don't cast chris pratt in it yeah <laughs> for the love of god yeah oh and for the love of and for fuck's sake please don't cast chris pratt there we go okay <laughs> yeah i don't i yeah like, i saw that and i was just like "Ooh, cliff blitzinski <laughs> is throwing some shade up in here Jesus <laughs> You got, you got to get I people mean, that are... I don't blame him either. I know. I think that's just a funny... That's a funny thing uh, with him being <laughs> cast any, everywhere. I think, you know, if you are if you were to do a movie adaptation of the first game, like, you got to get people big enough. And, like, so Batista's big enough, but then you got to get three people who are just as big in Dom and Cole and Baird. Okay, let, let, me, let me pitch you a Dom. Okay. Okay. You got two options. Or not, uh, or, or Cole, sorry. Cole, okay. Uh, um, um, the first one, Terry Crews. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you if you could afford yeah. Terry Crews, that would be good. If you can afford Terry Crews, yeah. Yep. Who's the uh, other option? The, your, your other option is, uh, your other option is that guy who played office linebacker, Terry Tate. I forget his name, but that would be another option you would oh, have. Oh, okay. All right. Yes. Mm-hmm. It'd be funny if they turned there it into go. a into a WWE movie, and then you had to pick only wrestlers, and then you put because um, <laughs> you'd have another you'd have Titus oh. King as Cole. That be that would be all right. Um, oh man, if they got Biggie Langston, oh, he would be good. Um, they would have a number of ways, but they also need to be kind of good actors. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. WWE, they're fun, but yeah. Uh, good luck to them. We'll we'll probably be playing some Gears of War sometime. I, I don't know. I don't think soon, but we've talked about playing Gears on this channel, so uh, expect some Gears fun someday. Uh, next sto- next story here. Mm-hmm. Disney Plus reaches 164.2 million subscribers and expects to achieve profitability in fiscal 2024. Well, yeah, they're one of the two streaming services that's still affordable. It's yeah. and they're Disney, so they have a wide reach on top of being a low price. Yeah, like it just makes sense. And yep. they can also just fucking eat cost like it's no problem. This is also across Disney Plus, ESPN Plus and Hulu. So like three different, wildly different things uh, you can go to for entertainment uh, Which apparently you can get all three for the price of a Netflix subscription. Damn. That's a and and I, now granted I don't watch much Hulu, but according according to my girlfriend, apparently the Hulu selection is pretty good. These it days. is it is pretty solid. I'm not gonna lie. It's the one place I can legally watch King of the Hill. So. Make that this week's podcast music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus fuck. You ever tried to replace a uh, cockroach's blood with root beer? Um, oh. Is that an actual quote from that show? And then Hank it sighs is. and he goes, you know I haven't. <laughs> I don't, the thing is, I don't know if you're just fucking with me or not. I do think that would be a real quote. It totally from is. That show. Yeah. I was going to say, it is totally a quote. <laughs> Like, and that by the way that is absolutely this podcast this week's podcast title <laughs> have you ever tried to replace a cockroach's blood with root, with beer? root beer they had they had 13 <laughs> seasons of king of the hill they they all sorts of things happened in that show man uh 
So yeah, they added 57 million subscriptions across all its services this year, and the total number of subscribers for Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus surpassed 235 million. Um, ESPN Plus has 24.3 million, and Hulu has 47.2 million. Uh, I wonder how much of the Hulu came from being uh, lumped in with Spotify because uh, that's how I got Hulu is through Spotify because I still mm. didn't want to hear any ads. This is fair. This is absolutely valid. There you go. And combining that with, with a Hulu subscription is like, okay, that's a, that's a hell of a deal. Um, All right. So, yeah, uh, we, I mean, you know, with a lot of subscription, subscription services, we can look forward to uh, years of that price probably going up, and eventually that will become too much. Uh, but... They have a lot to offer with this service, so. Uh, and it's amazing that they're, you know, we've, we've uh, constant theme this year has been like subscription services are taking over and also they're not very profitable. <laughs> um, so to see Disney figuring it out, I mean, of course they're Disney, but and have a ridiculous amount of content uh, for people to And more coming for. soon. Like, yep. good lord. Uh, let's see by realigning our costs and realizing the benefits of price increases in our Disney plus ad supported tier coming December 8th. They are, they are coming out with an ad tier paying for ads. Uh, We'll see how that goes. Um, we believe we will be on the path to achieve a profitable streaming business that will drive continued growth and generate shareholder value long into the future. And as we embark on Disney's second century in 2023, I am filled with optimism that this, this iconic company's best days still lie ahead. (sighs) So, By the way, yeah. Do, do you do y'all remember when Hulu, if you were willing to put up with ads, was free for that brief period of time? Which that's the only oh. time. Like, like I'm like, okay, if you're gonna put ads, but it's free. Like, like Twitch does this, and I'm annoyed at that, well, yeah, but I understand uh, but, it. But, but yeah, like at least you understand how and why. Like, yep. why that is. Like, yes. this is mm-hmm. this just feels shitty. Like, is, is the honest to god answer here so that, that's what worries me is like they seem to be counting on a certain number of people paying for an ad tier and i just personally i don't have the confidence uh but i don't know they have people dedicated to crunching those numbers uh they might I be mean, right at least short term a lot of people just don't give a shit they, they just tune it out man uh, i guess like, you know, like think of how many people watch regular fucking television yeah yeah still oh uh, man, uh, okay, the, Bronson. They finally started breaking me. Okay, we went oh, to the okay. theater. Right. We All went right. to the theater, and you know me. I love the movie theater. It is the only yep. place yep. where I will put up with like oh my God. <laughs> the the movie trailers. There'll be like twenty minutes of movie trailers. I'm like, fuck yeah, let's go. Okay, oh advertise to me, baby. But at least it's <laughs> movies. Okay, at least they're like right. movies that are going to come mm-hmm. out, and like I'm interested yeah. and. Mm-hmm. So they do their newbie thing, which is what sucks. It's miserable. It it's sucks. It's like, oh, it I'm watching yeah. someone do trivia. Like I was more interested in Emily being able to call out the answers before the person did. <laughs> that was fun, at least. But when I'm by myself, I don't care about trivia. So I'm just like, fuck. And right, like, like, like me, me and Stella were just making fun of it the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> and her god awful laugh. <laughs> I was just about to walk out. I can't believe he wasn't going to say bodyguard. Like, I don't care. Um, I don't give a shit. But like, it was like 15, 20 minutes of that. And then the lights dimmed down. And then they showed a second tier of ads for like other shit. 
that wasn't movies or anything. And that went on for like another 10 minutes. It was like, you've already shown like three ads for Pepsi. And I'm telling you right now, I don't give a shit. You're Pepsi still. Like, you're not even a product I like. Um, like, I even told him to wake me up when the movie fucking starts. Like, Jesus fuck. Yeah, yeah. She put her head down. And I'm like, we have been since the previews have started. We have been sitting for 35 minutes watching advertisements. And the movie is not even close to starting yet. Like, this is like the movie didn't start until like, what, seven? Oh my yeah. god. Okay, our movie was supposed to start at fucking nine. Yeah. Right. Right? Like, I was supposed to start at nine. It started at nine twenty-five once all the ads were done. <sighs> yeah, ours was supposed to start at six thirty and it started at like six forty five, seven o'clock. It it, yep. it it just like I don't know what uh, the shareholder value of these theater companies are. I don't know if they're like trying to push their ad revenue to keep making a profit, but it just feels like if you were trying to keep people to keep coming to the theaters, like this is a bad way of doing that. This, this is a good way to make sure that everyone just waits for Black Panther to come out on Disney Plus and watch it there. Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. Pretty much. You're pushing away the people that like to go to the theater. <laughs> Holy yeah. hell, how are you doing this? So... Uh, advertisements they are everywhere we cannot escape um yeah so whatever. don't worry that, don't worry they'll start beaming them into your brain directly soon well i mean that's the thing is that like if mark zuckerberg and meta and all of them like were actually doing this properly they would be going as fast as possible to get a ar vr headset that is very light that you can wear everywhere and then they can just beam ads onto ad VR AR ad supported surfaces in the world. Um they're like that's a that's a you, realistic you, you, future that's uh, going to happen in the I, I, next yeah, five to ten I, years. I, I, yeah, I know. Thank thanks for putting that evil into my brain. Yep, thanks. no problem. Hey, don't worry. There's mm -hmm. there's also going to be uh an underground VR AR network that's gonna like have like a Linux ass OS. You take your you take your quest or whatever and you break into it and it's illegal. If you're caught, it's bad. But otherwise Cyberpunk, we're here. We're almost there. Um, it'll be longer if Meta goes under, but hey. Uh, so yeah, ads, ads suck. And uh, they are counting on a number of people getting the, that ad-supported tier to keep the, the revenue coming. Which we'll see. I don't know. Uh, good luck to them? <laughs> no, no. Evil. <laughs> Evil, you stop that. <laughs> All right, next story. Um, <laughs> hey, Final Fantasy 16 PS5 exclusivity only runs six months. Uh, I wonder if that's PC or if that's also Xbox. I I would assume it's only PC. Yeah, uh, that, that it says yes. here. Uh, PC owners rejoice. Um, though that could just be Kotaku assuming as well. Yeah, it, yeah, it says later in the article it's unclear if this means an Xbox version down the line as well. Yeah. Which, I mean, Xbox, they did still say they're getting Final Fantasy VII Remake, but they just keep delaying it. So, yep. fuck. <sighs> so fuck, who knows what's happening there. Right. <laughs> yep. So, so who knows? So we'll see, right? Like, um, it would be cool. Uh, to see this game come everywhere because this is a hyped ass Final Fantasy game. It looks really good. This is the first time I've legitimately been interested in Final Fantasy in 
a decade. Right. Like in a big way, like not just, oh, that looks kind of jank. Yeah, that's interesting, but has been in development for an eternity. Right. Like this has really good people behind it as a very cool concept. You know, go on and on. This art looks incredible. Um, I love this so much. This whole art style, what they're doing with this. They got the DMC five combat designer behind it. Like there's. Mm -hmm. There's so there's some real oomph going on here for Th- sure. This is this is on my list. Like this is um it's got me so excited that like I'm looking at this and being like, I don't I don't think I can wait the six months. I don't think I can Fair do enough. it. Uh I think if this is PS5 exclusive, this may be what gets me to get it. The more Fair. the more I look at it at it, and it will be coming out uh sometime next year. Sometime next year. Uh, it's anticipated for summer 2023 so uh we'll see but that game looks super cool and it looks like it's coming to more than playstation at some point which is good for video games and video game players and enjoyers Mm -hmm. if you're going to do exclusivity deals i I like it when they're timed and it gets to Mm -hmm. everyone eventually so cool um yeah i i mean yes ideally perfect world i would have you know that change as every, as every possible, everything's but... out everywhere day one you know yes. but uh, if you <laughs> have to do it this is a good compromise yep yep uh, alright next story report there might be a horizon MMO in the works uh, yeah the uh, NCSoft so it was leaked that from NCSoft is apparently working with Sony on a Horizon MMO. For those of you who don't know who NCSoft is, is they run a kind of a lot of MMOs. Hmm. Like they uh, they run Aeon, Lineage 2, Lineage Mobile, Fuser, Blade and Soul, Guild Wars, and Guild Wars 2. Wow. Yeah. I like just... They, they, yeah. They, they they they've got a lot of shit going on. Um, so, I mean, to be fair, it, it is a company that knows the the genre. Yep. Th- they don't really have a mega hit in the genre, mm-hmm. but they do know the genre. Blade and Soul, it looks really cool, to say the least. And then Guild Wars has been consistently good for a long fucking time. And Lineage 2 refuses to die. <laughs> right. That game is, that game was out when the fuck? That game out in like 2003, I think. Hmm. Um, like, I, like, fucking I remember, I, yeah, October 1st, 2003, and I remember seeing it for the first time. I was over at my cousin's place learning how to build my first computer and his friend was over and he was sitting there playing Lineage 2. Mm-hmm. so that's wow yep there you go um i as someone who has not played either of the horizon games i find this story fascinating uh i think like okay here we go uh vgc also reports that sony has always wanted to quote expand horizon into multiplayer unquote and that initially both horizon so, zero dawn uh, yes because money <laughs> and because it's 2022 sequel they were planned at one point to include co-op, uh, but both times the feature was cut for various reasons. 
because fifteen dollars a month, son. Well, I mean, for the MMO portion, for sure. But like, I assume the multiplayer for this is more thinking like micro uh, microtransactions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But I just Fuck think I hate video games. I know <laughs> so fucking much. That should that should be the tagline. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, you know, <laughs> yeah. You know, I put that as the new podcast title. Change of plans. Fuck, I hate video games. Um, um, I, I just okay. So, I, y'all probably be better be able to tell me better than me. But uh, I find they must really believe in this world they've made. If they feel like not only multiplayer but MMO, like you have to have really created a world to make that work. Yeah. And yeah, I I just find it fascinating. I don't know. Um, and Bronson, like the the worst parts of the worst criticisms I've heard of you having uh, for Horizon has to do with the main character, which I assume would not be much of an issue in an MMO where you I imagine you create your own character. Uh, yeah. So like this does like a lot of my problems go away with this game if under that context because I hate the main character. I hate that outside of the boss fights, the gameplay literally just feels like, uh, hey, bro, you made a standard Assassin's Creed open world game, but in a really cool world. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, like if you like, like this feels like an assassin. They feel like Assassin's Creed games just in a really awesome world. Huh. So if you could honestly just make a less shitty protagonist who is not obnoxious and also go ahead and make some other tweaks uh, as far as gameplay is concerned to be, you know, and more in line with a traditional MMO or even a non-traditional MMO like a Guild Wars or a uh, or God, what's the name of it? Uh, Lost Ark. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That could potentially be really cool. Like big robot fucking dinosaur raid bosses. Fuck yeah, let's Sweet go. Loot. Yeah, let's that's fucking awesome. Let's do it. Okay. Okay. Um but yeah, like that there's a lot of potential for some really cool shit. Mm-hmm. Like a like a lot. But it's also hamstrung by everything else around it. Sure, sure. Well, um, it says here at the bottom that they're also exploring a horizon TV show and a remake of the original game for PS5. Um, so they're going hard on Horizon, uh, regardless. Yeah. Uh, but all right. Uh, so that's that. So, uh, we'll, you know, we've been playing some MMOs around here, so we'll we'll be keeping tabs. I, that's a, Keep yeah, like, well, that. well, yeah. I would say we are enthusiasts of that genre, and uh, yeah, I, I think that could be really fucking cool. Um, and like you said, oh. it's by NC. It's you know NC Soft's working on it. They have a track record, so yeah, they, cool. like they at least know how to maintain one and keep putting content out for it. And but that said, as someone who is playing Guild Wars Two, and every time he has to deal with the monetization aspect of Guild Wars Two, I just sigh. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah, because like, let me tell you. Uh, this is today. Guild Wars finally almost got me to spend money on something that wasn't an expansion. Okay, it almost really? did. Yeah. Um. So you have limited bag slots. Mm-hmm. Uh. You right. have uh four. What? I said right. 
So you have four spots where bags can go. Mm-hmm. But you can unlock another slot if you pay them five dollars. Uh, another Ooh. as in singular slot? Like another be- a spot for a bag. Oh, okay. So you know how in World of Warcraft or Final Fantasy, well, not Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy doesn't have bags, but in, uh, but it, you know, in, you know, you, you have, uh, you know, so, so you have, uh, what's it called? Uh, bag slots yep. in, in, in WoW. You, you just have bad slots. It's, you know, and you can get better bags that drop and things of that nature. So, so on and so on. Yep. You know, so forth. Yep. Uh, and uh, in WoW, the only time they ever do something like that is uh, is is like they give you. It's like, hey man, we'd really like you to make your account more secure with an authenticator, so we'll give you an extra bag slot or extra bag space in your backpack if you, you know get this but in guild wars that's not the case you get your one two three four bag slots and then you get another one when you buy your first expansion pack okay and then this last one like oh man you you know and bag space goes in this game bro i have (laughs) never had i have never had a harder time managing my inventory in an mmo man like jesus fucking christ um so uh, bag space at a big premium, so it's like okay, well, fuck, I'm tired. I you know I just got a new 24 slot bag. Fuck it, let's see. You know how much would this cost me, right? Mm-hmm. And I you know I, I click on it. It's like all right, 400 gems. How much is that? I load it up and buy gems. First off, you only buy gems in 800 point increments. Mm-hmm. They do the Microsoft points conversion. Great. Yep. Uh, but then you, so it's it'd be ten dollars, and I'd have four hundred dollars, four hundred gems left over to spend on, you know, a weapon or something. Yeah. So fuck. God. Oh my god. Uh, mm. Now Pokemon and, Go's gotten money from me. Is like, hey, you, you want to hold more Pokeballs? Like, you know, I have to. <laughs> Jerks. Um. Uh, let me tell you. Uh. I, we've gotten into the conversation about sub MMO versus not sub MMO in the discord quite a bit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, man, just every time I deal with a system like this, I immediately, I'm just like, nah, sub MMO any day of the fucking week, <laughs> any day of the fucking week. When you have to deal with stuff like this, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, dude, $15, especially because like, if I was into Guild Wars 2, the way I am World of Warcraft, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where like, I'm playing it all the time and I'm like, like, you know, Guild Wars 2 is very much my like, oh, I want to play with Stella or like, you know, I'm kind of in the mood for something fresh or, and different. Yep. You know, like that kind of thing. Um, like that kind of level of thing. Then fine. Yeah, I'm just like, fuck it. I'm, you know, I'll play. But if I was like, I am in WoW, where I'm just like, nah, dude, I'm trying to get Keystone Master and I'm trying to raid seriously and all this other shit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, you know, and all this other shit. Like, I would have spent like hundreds of dollars a month. Right. Like, 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 well, it's just because, like, in WoW, like, for an example, I love the Warlock, uh, I think it's T20 set. 
and I'm chipping away at unlocking it for Anthony and I. Like, oh, we can go run Tomb of Sargeras together. Uh, it didn't drop. Whatever. Bummer. All right, go on with my day. Yep. Um, but in Guild Wars, that would be five dollars. Oh God. Nope. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, and to to be fair to Guild Wars, uh, you can convert the in-game currency into gems, which you can use to buy stuff. Okay. Uh, in 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 fairness to Guild Wars, and in fair and like it, yeah, so d- if I'm being fair, fine. But the the issue I have with that though, and I'm not a hardcore player, so I imagine if you're someone like Stella the conversion isn't bad at all. Yeah. But if you're someone like me, the conversion seems like, oh man, like all the gold I have for $5 worth of gems, this sucks. Right. <laughs> like, so, you know, and that's, and that's a perspective thing. And I, and I, and I realize that, but yeah, man, uh, I, I don't know what to tell you as far as like that, but yeah, this is a, this kind of shit is exactly why I've always been in favor. And if Horizon does make an MMO, I am praying to fucking God it is a sub MMO. Right. And I and and even if they do what Final Fantasy, like honestly, I think Final Fantasy has the best route when it comes to the fact that okay, the first sixty levels and two stories are free. Here you go. Uh, in, in, in all honesty, uh, World of Warcraft's gotten better about that as well. Yeah. Where, oh yeah, if you just pay a sub, you get everything up to the new thing. Right. That's you good. know, all, yeah. Like both of these are far, far, far better options. Like I, I, I just started getting Stella into the game. Once she gets level twenty, I'm gonna drop the money for her sub. And yeah, like totally fucking great. But yeah. like, it, it's. Oof. <laughs> Lordy. Good just, I, Lord. I just think I just I just think of all the money I would have spent. Like I, I just had flashbacks to like when I when Ray and I were really into Overwatch and like you know we were you know Ray and I were like blowing like literal hundreds of dollars a month mm-hmm. on Overwatch and Heroes of the Storm. Now to to be fair, those are the Overwatch skins I still use. Alright. Oh, you know, at least they're they're getting some stuff out of it. But yeah, yeah. So, you know. yeah. Uh, moving forward. Yeah, Horizon MMO. We'll we'll see how things go. Uh, yeah. Final news story: Why Sony has never pursued another handheld console like the PSP or PS Vita? Bronson, did you? Was this you or was this Emily that, that linked this? Uh, Emily posted I think it the was article. Me. She oh. posted the article, and I was like, I would, I would love to discuss this. Sure. Why not? <laughs> yes. Um, okay. So, so have either of you read this one? Uh, I think like I a did little bit, briefly. not in detail. Like I can just tell you exactly why it failed because I'm well aware <laughs> of it. We we have talked about uh, this a number of times. Um, you know, because Sony. I I just feel like there's this real disconnect within Sony between like every other part of the company and PlayStation. Mm-hmm. And because you you have a fucking dickhead parent company, uh you're going to have fucking problems. Yeah. And yeah, like it's just one of those things, you know. It it seems like oh. this is this is from gamerant.com. It seems like just an exploration of the history. 
uh, which is briefly stated, you know, PSP never outsold the DS, but it was an undeniable success. People played a lot of PSP oh. games. Uh, People just didn't buy a lot of PSP games is the problem. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I remember... I remember the launch of the PSP, and I remember it being the... It honestly felt like the most goddamn fu- futuristic device I have ever seen in my entire life. Mm-hmm. Like, it just it just really did. Like, Accurate. It just felt, like, it just, oh, this thing is an iPod and a portable video player, and it plays, like, games that look like goddamn Dreamcast games. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it sucks that it doesn't have a second analog stick. That was a bad idea. And, you know, like, because of that, you have to get Monster Hunter Claw. Right. But other than that, like, you know, and then I, I feel that a lot of the original PSP was hampered by the time. Right. Um, because it's like, okay, well, we don't have like media that like we don't have anything besides discs that can do these sizes. So we have to use discs. So now we're getting load times, but a disc tray requires mechanical parts, which means it's also not only is it more likely to break, which that's a bummer, but also, hey, it also is going to have the problem of, oh, man, that's going to burn more battery because moving mechanical parts. Right. Yep. Yep. You know, so those are all things that kind of came with that. And combined with the fact that it was really, 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 really easy to pirate shit for it. um, And, you know, or even not just pirate, just emulators. Like a lot of people I knew personally bought, PSPs and then just played Super Nintendo and PS1 games on it. Because mm-hmm. you can do that. Like, yep. la, la, like, yeah, like that's that 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 was just a lot of people I knew. Like, I I had a friend who worked at Blockbuster, and I would come in and visit him, and he would you know dating myself here. Uh, and look, man, but, this is this uh, podcast is where we date ourselves. That's what we do. Mm, <laughs> yeah, much. Uh, this whole channel. But, but I had a friend who was working at Blockbuster at the time, and uh, like I would come in and be, on the summer when I didn't have football practice or I you know got done with it, I would come in and chill with him because his manager was cool and didn't give a shit. Uh, and, you know, which makes sense because you know teenagers working at a Blockbuster. Yep, and. And he would like literally. I never saw him play a PSP game on his PSP. Yeah, not once, not goddamn once. Um, I literally just saw him playing Super Nintendo N64 games he could get running, shit like that. Like that was the whole point of the device for him. And that, and you know, to be fair, that's fine. But that also means that they're selling this hardware at a loss, and they're not making money back on it because you know no one's buying games for the damn thing. And it's not like it didn't have good ass games, right? You know, like like in the first year, Luminous, you know, it got it got a full Grand Theft Auto game on that fucking thing. Yeah. You know, like it, it had some good ass games, um, but just well, for whatever reason, the the general public was just like, I'm going to use this for piracy. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, then, and I don't know if you would even call that general public at that point. That's. Because I, I mean, imagine there, there's some there's some hoops you have to go through that the general public, as we understand it, would not be willing to go through. Um, well, so yeah, like in this day and and if that thing came out today, the, the general public would be more than capable to fuck with it. Well, absolutely, but, that's what people are know, doing with the Steam Deck, you know. 
Yeah, and what people are, you know, fucking, I heard about jailbreaking iPhones over a decade ago. So, but like, yeah, back then, this is 2004, or no, 2005, 2006. So, like, yeah, it was mostly guys like me who were breaking that motherfucker. Mm -hmm. And then you had the fact that it once again had expensive as fuck memory cards. And unlike the Vita, those actually eventually went down in price. Like, I remember when that thing came out, like, a gig was like $70. But then, you know, well, and at a time. At the time, that was a lot, yeah. Yeah, like at the time, that was all of my MP3 player that I had. I think I think the high end iPods were like five gigs. Right. If my if my memory serves correctly. So these are also games that we got to save on here. Well, yeah, you, you remember you didn't download games back. Then. That's right. You're not downloading games. These are all on disk. Uh, so that actually. Yeah, keeps yeah a lot. you're 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 primarily using it for a portable video player. That's that's what kind of ate up a lot of storage. But like, yeah, yeah so uh you know, so and then two years in to the system, it was doing well enough, even though games weren't selling on it, even when it had games. Uh, and, the you know, memory card prices went down and they, it kind of had a good second lease on life. But I, it just felt like it never like I remember going up to high school and seeing like kids in the hall who would have like DSs out. Mm-hmm. Right. Like that was that was a common occurrence for me. And but I. I rarely saw a PSP. I'm I'm pretty sure that Kyron and I were the only people who had PSPs. Maybe. Um, you know, and then I mean if you want to be real real, most people just had fucking iPods. Well, right. Yeah, no. People weren't even like yeah. DS at the time. Like DS sold a lot, but it was like like Pokémon, Nintendo Dogs, um Mario Kart, Mario Kart. It's like you know. it, it was it sold a lot but it was for like a few games to be honest yeah yeah and, and you know but it, it was also way cheaper to develop for yep you know like you had that advantage with that damn thing it was it was way cheaper and nintendo was able to make money on it immediately because it wasn't nearly as powerful as the psp that was a hell you know, of that, a time to be like a nintendo fan because you'd walk into gamestop and like it felt like 90 percent of it was shovelware because it was so easy to develop for it was like oh okay mm-hmm. all right let's sift through this but there were so but, many games yeah there were so many games and because of that you ended up with a lot of weird gems like yep. i don't really care for the ds but like you know there are some cool stuff in it 999 uh 3ds uh fucking uh what was you that know, game? Uh, uh, WTF. Uh, yeah, WTF. Uh, feel the feel magic. magic. That's what I was thinking of. Uh, fucking. Um, Need more feel the magic like games. Just weird shit. Yeah, like but elite beat agents. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just oh. yep. Just stuff like that. Like just stuff that fucking. You know that that really was weird and offbeat, and it used the unique hardware that that thing had, and you know, and, and like uh, what Sony didn't fully also grasp at the time is a lot of people want console games on the go or console level games, but you also have to design them around that. You're right. The fact they're on the go. Like, I loved the God of War PSP games, but the fact that, like, mm. oh, man, like, I better find a save point before this next bus stop. Yeah. You know, and shit like that. Like, later PSP games started to take advantage of that, but, like, early ones did not. And then you had the whole battery life thing, and just, it, it was one of those, it was just, 
it was a lot of the flaws that like shit like the Game Gear had, but just not nearly as bad. And it also had like Sony first party and third parties actually behind it. Right. Yeah. Um, and then you have the Vita, which is just a comedy of errors. <laughs> um, like, man, you want to talk about like I have never seen goodwill drain from a console faster. Uh like I have never seen a like that thing that E3 that that thing was revealed other than the AT&T news what like was doing great. Like they're like oh we're doing a BioShock and we're doing a this and we're doing a that. Excuse me. We're doing like a BioShock and we're doing a you know, we're doing a Call of Duty and we're doing a Resistance and a little big planet and like look we have an uncharted game running on this fucking thing. Right, yep. You know, and it looked great. It looked like a portable PS3. And all of that goodwill, like, just shit the bed in, like, a three-month period when they announced, yeah, it's going to have proprietary memory cards. And then those proprietary memory cards are absurdly expensive. Yep. Um, and their argument was... That well, some SD cards are faster or and or slower than others, and if you get certain SD cards, you're gonna have a far worse experience. So we just wanted to we wanted to standardize the experience. But the the real answer of why they did it is because the immense amount of piracy on the PSP scared them shitless. So they're like, all right, well we're gonna have downloadable games on this thing, so we can't people just have people dropping the SD cards. Right. You know, we need to make this shit harder to deal with. Yeah. So like that, that was a thing uh, that that was part of it. And then, you know, the, fa- the like, you know, and then Nintendo cut price on the 3DS because 3DS launched $250. And then, you know, Vita was going to was 250 to 300, depending on if you got 3G. But then, oh, the 3DS is 170 now. Mm-hmm. That, now this is a different conversation about these two systems that barely have any video games. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, and then, um, while its first year it was heavily unsupported, you know, you got Persona 4 Golden, you got the Metal Gear Collection, you got Marvel's Capcom, Sly Cooper, Little Big Planet, like just it, it, the the that version of Little Big Planet was the best version of Little Big Planet. Mm-hmm. Um, but the problem was, uh, one too little, too late. <sighs> Uh, two, the memory card thing and price. Three, they just stopped supporting it entirely. Um, you know, like, like go back in time. Like, if I go back in time and be like, here, I'm in charge of the Vita project. I'm like, one, we're gonna be two hundred and two fifty. If we have to eat cost, we have to eat cost. It sucks, but hey, uh, you know, whatever. Right. Uh, two, we're using micro SD cards. We'll, we're just going to put better encryption and three, we're not going to abandon this thing the second it starts sinking just to fully focus on PS4. Right. Yeah. And all, and, uh, you, know, you know, so, yeah, like... One, one reason for Vita's failure is offered in this uh, article that I don't know if I agree with, um, at, least in, at least I don't agree with the wording, Uh, It says, many reasons have been attributed to the portable console's failure. Some argue that it came at a time when smartphones were offering greater gaming options, making portable gaming less attractive. But the 3DS did fine. First of all, the 3DS did fine. Like, had no problems. Um, Secondly, I wouldn't say greater gaming options, but I think 
the games that were made specifically for smartphones uh better appealed to the more casual person who would want to play games in a portable manner and they already had a smartphone uh increasingly right right like i think people like us didn't necessarily give a shit no no like the games are coming out it was like um what was that game from epic it was like a it was like a a punch out but it was like infinity blade or something like that i think it was infinity blade yeah like that was that was the mobile game of like oh okay all right i could see playing a bunch of this but like i don't know mobile games never really got really committed to stuff like that they didn't you know so uh i just think it it convinced the more casual audience to play smartphone games i don't think it was better it was just better for uh what casual the casual gamer quote unquote was looking for and then us like i think we've learned with the switch that like the idea of a portable console is fun um and like you were saying like if you developed for that in mind like it can work but i just think most developers don't (laughs) and Uh, we just we just end up putting it in the thing in the dock and that's how we do it I mean, like, I think that there's uh, there's kind of two different use cases for the Switch that we're seeing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have the people like my girlfriend and, like, my roommate and a, a couple other friends who, like, literally never play that thing docked. I've, oh, okay. seen, I've seen Stephanie use that thing on a... Uh, Stephanie, my roommate, use that thing on a television, like maybe three or four times in the entire time she's owned the switch over the past four years she's lived here okay like and alternatively same thing with stella i've literally she didn't she, her doc was in her closet <laughs> like, like she was just like uh, i don't know i'm thinking about hooking it up to the tvs and she gave me that monitor and i'm like oh that's cool whatever um okay, but yeah well. like the, you know like I, so versus Is- me who i'm you know but but I also think that kind of comes down to like, okay, what kind of, you know, what kind of games are you playing? Maybe. Ooh. Yeah. I, I, do you think it's a bigger screen? <laughs> um, no, I think it just, I think it more has to do with the kind of games they're playing. I guess. Yeah. You know, like, cause they're primarily playing animal crossing and like to a lesser extent, Pokemon and like, you don't necessarily get any extra anything out of playing those on a big TV. In fact, I think they're arguably worse. Right. Uh, outside versus like I'm playing Bayonetta, which is a far superior experience on a big ass television. Right. Yes. You know, so so I, th- I think that's part of it for sure. All right. Well, okay, so this paragraph here, according to Sony, it is unlikely that it will pursue portable gaming again due to the reasons above and Sony's focus on its home consoles and VR headsets. Uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment CEO Jim Ryan has revealed that making handheld gaming consoles is, quote, a business that PlayStation's no longer in now. Uh, It is an understandable position for Sony to take as it would rather focus on its specialty rather than encroach on a playing field that Nintendo is dominating. Furthermore, thanks to remote play, gamers can stream their games on their phones and tablets, providing a reasonable solution for PlayStation gamers still craving a portable experience. And Xbox is doing that as well. Like, that's just I don't know how successful it is at that. But uh, like we're getting to the point where we can just stream stuff at this point. Like, you know, at this point, just like get a get a controller thing that you plug your phone into and you can play your game that way. Um, yep. So there's no, really no need at this point. Everyone has a screen in their pocket. Uh, so 
Yeah, but it was a it was a fun time. The PSP DS Vita 3DS era, uh, with all of its ups and downs. Um, and Bronson, I know oh. you are you're you're a big Vita advocate, so I knew it, I knew this was, would be a fun fun thing to read. <laughs> it, it was a very good system that unfortunately was. Uh, Fucking entirely hamstrung by its uh by its fu- the fucking company that manages it. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, that's it for our uh, big news stories for this week. Uh, I'm going to just do a, a quick run through. I'm just going to read some headlines here. Just this is our lightning round. Basically, uh, I'm going to refresh this page uh, real quick. Mm-hmm. See, European Commission responds after Microsoft Activision comments from staffer received backlash. So there's some drama going on there, but nothing like meaningful, it seems, in terms of progress on that uh, front. Hideo Kojima wants to explore creating films and music. That's not news. We've known that. We've known that for a while. <laughs> Who does not know that? I, I think that's been arguably his goal the entire time. It feels like we're, we're we're slowly getting there. Like literally, that Silent Hill movie should just be a Hideo Kojima project. Um, yeah. Let's see. Uh, Nintendo Japan is now refusing to repair products if customers threaten or harass its staff. <gasps> good. <laughs> the fucking con- good. Yeah. The country's Ministry of Welfare has praised Nintendo's stance. Oh my god. Like Nintendo can be real shitbags when it comes to business and like like going after people, but like don't harass people. Like th- that this them not repairing your shit is the least they can do if you're like being real shitty to them. Oh um, shit. So good lord. Uh I think it'd be really funny if they just locked you out of your account. Oh, that'd be you're, fucked. You're I understand, but that'd be so- fucked. <laughs> Yeah, like just like oh, we heard you. I heard we heard you swearing out a rep mm-hmm. on you know on the Nintendo support line. So uh, yeah, we're we're banning your Nintendo online account. Yeah, cool. God damn, all those pur- <laughs> all those purchases are gone now. <laughs> damn, oh, fuck you. <laughs> uh, Sonic Frontiers has smashed the series record for concurrent Steam players. It's nearly doubled the current player record set by Sonic Mania. Um, fucking what which, jesus yeah that's that's something uh sonic frontiers okay. directors taking feedback seriously so i i don't know what that will mean going forward but uh Nothing. <laughs> i will say of, of the big sonic games this is the first one in the era of like hey we can like add expansions to games and improve on a game now uh so i don't know It'd be interesting uh let's see i don't know that might be that might be it for our lightning round there's a there's a a bunch of little stories here and there that are going off in the in the video games industry but uh yeah like yeah here some god of war ragnarok collector's edition shipped without the game <laughs> i've been seeing that which has been oh, but without no. without the code without wait, wait, the wait, game wait, wait. So here, let me let Wait, me go. No, me, not even okay. So it's not supposed to come with a disc. It's supposed to come with like a code. It's, it's a box with, with a code. code in it. Here's here's the picture yeah. on the on the site. Look at this, beautiful, just amazing. Um, oh, it's arriving without the steel book. Okay, which does okay. not have the code inside. And so it's like that's uh, enjoy. Oh my yeah. god. 
that's hilarious and then people have been uh, in uh like reddit gaming forums have been like it's so stupid that you get this case and then it has a code in it and these like two it's two two discs that don't exist uh i don't understand why it's two discs either because i think mine's only one disc so i don't even know why they did the double slot right that that's the part that i find funny i don't know Okay, sure. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a big game. I don't know. Uh, so that that's going on over there. Um, yeah, I'll keep looking through uh, just in case we we missed anything super big. But for right now, that, that's all that's going on. Um, anyway, so we've been playing video games, y'all. Mm-hmm. We have. I actually played a pretty good amount of video games this week. What'd you play, Bronson? Um, I played, uh, well, the first thing I played was some of that Call of Duty. Call of Duty. Call of Duty. Yes, sir. Uh, that multiplayer is fucking spectacular, because that's all I've played. Okay, um, yeah, you haven't, touched, you haven't touched the single player yet. No, not at all. Uh, I, I have, I've been at a, if I wanted to play a single player game at the time, I had been at a thing there, so I saw no fucking need. But, uh, yeah, like, it was, I love the way they're doing unlocks in this one. Where okay. you just don't lo- you don't just level up and unlock everything, but like, oh man, if you want to unlock like the M16, you have to hit level 12 with the scar, and to unlock the scar, you have to hit level I think it's like four with the M4. Right, right. Like it's or like, oh, you want this particular sight that would make your M4 better? Well, get these type of kills with the sniper rifle. Like it, it's it's fucking great. Like it's and the, the, it feels good. The maps feel good. The modes feel good. Like just everything just feels just fucking spectacular, man. Like just it absolutely uh, spectacular. Yeah, yeah. I, I will say it's funny being like, oh, here's a ga- here's a gun that I want. Uh, or it was like it was like a weapon skin that I wanted, and it was like to get it, mm. you have to get this many kills with this gun. Okay, when do I get that gun? Well, you get that gun when you get this many kills with this gun. Okay, how do I get that gun? Okay, so you get a number of kills with this gun, and then you get and uh, so I, I have a line of guns I gotta go through to get this skin that I want, which is funny. Right, yeah, but like I'm also sitting here looking at me like, man, I can actually get the gold like camos this year right like that's such a weird thought for me because i never do that yeah they do they they really gamify like unlocking those skins in a way that is fun it it, it, like other than like your daily and weeklies to get experience uh like it gives you something that you're always working towards Um, exactly like 100 percent, exactly and 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 it makes it yeah it makes it a lot of fun and that's not tied to like leveling straight leveling it's like you need to do well with this gun specifically um exactly it can lead to me you know playing a game not very well because i'm playing a gun i'm not good with but hey but it also means you could potentially find a new guns you like or b start to get good with those kind of guns if you adjust to them right Right. Like, I, like I learned that, oh, man, using a scar can be a lot of fun and an LMG can be a lot of fun if you use them right. Yep. Right. So, yeah, like those are all really good. Um, yeah, I don't know. OK. That's, that's, mm-hmm. Well, cool. Yeah. Modern Warfare 2 still still fantastic. Um, I, I 
have not made any progress in the story mode uh, beyond where I got no. before, but uh, I'm having a good time. So that game, that yeah, game seems pretty the, good. That game is that is the best one of those since the last Modern Warfare Modern Warfare reboot, right? Which was the best one of those in like seven years. So yeah, you know. Yep. Um, other than that, I finished Bayonetta 3. You finished it. I beat it. I All finished right. it. Or at least the main story. I'm going to go back for New Game Plus when I have more time. But, sure. Um, that game is really, really cool. Uh, I d- will... I don't necessarily... Uh, like that... So I'm going to say this right now. I don't think it's as good as Bayonetta 2 as a game. I think it's, and I also think, but I also think that the community uh, harping on that ending is like, needs to chill the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Um, first off, Bayonetta's story has never been good. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's, let's be real. Let's, let's be, fu- let's all be fucking honest with ourselves. Like, <laughs> like the, the lore there is kind of interesting and cool, but once again, let's be fucking honest with ourselves. Right. So there's that. Uh, and the combat's awesome. Like, you get, like, a new... So in Bayonetta 1 and in Bayonetta 2, you would get different weapons. Some would go on your feet, some would go on your hands, and you would do certain combos. And then you would have demons that were, like, your finishers. Mm-hmm. Now, you just have a weapon set. And instead of buying uh, your skills, you have skill trees for every single weapon. Mm, okay. And you get one to two weapons per level as Bayonetta. Wow. So like, uh, yeah, oh, like in like on in the second or third level, like you get like the murder yo-yo. And Hell yeah. Each weapon also unlocks demons. So, like, the first one of those you get uh, is, like, the murder yo-yo also, like, has a giant fire spider. Okay. Uh, there's this, like, chainsaw sword that, is, that its demon that is corresponds with it is, like, a ghost train. Like, That's all this cool. kind of, yeah, like, the, the, there's tons of demons. They're all really interesting and cool. Uh, also, what weapon you're using corresponds to your movement ability. Hmm. so like you'll turn into different stuff so like for example if you're using the murder yo-yo you'll turn into like this giant spider scorpion bayonetta if you're using the you know if you're using the fucking uh if you're using her regular default color my world you'll turn into madam you know modern butterfly you know if you're using um you know all all, just all different demons like uh there's one that's like a giant bat you know, like that, that, that's that kind of stuff. And all the demons play differently, have their own combos. All the weapons, co- like, function differently. You can, uh, very similar to Bayonetta 1 and 2, you can swap between two different types of weapons. Uh, one thing I personally really liked was the fact that if you have a Bayonetta 1 save and a Bayonetta save on your Switch, with at least, I think it's one or two levels finished you can buy the weapons from Bayonetta 1 and 2 with their complete movesets. Wow. That's good. Yep. And, yeah. So, like, if you are like me and you've played those games on your Switch as well, you, like, very early in the game, I bought Scarborough Fair 
and Love is Blue, the two main weapons from those two games, and uh, by the, like, quarter way of the game, I had enough points to unlock their full skill trees. Jesus. Wow. So, yeah, uh, the game also throws points at you to finish up skill trees really fast. Like, I I do not... Uh, my first run of these games is basically I want to see the set pieces and mess around with combat, and then my completionist runs happen later. Okay. Where I go back and I find all the hearts and do all the witch trials and sci- and Alfheim gates and that kind of shit. Yeah. And, um... In my opinion, at least, uh, I think that, yeah, that experience is fantastic. Uh, I think visually, the game is definitely push, pushing that Switch real hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is uh, probably pushing the Switch to its absolute breaking point at times. Because <laughs> like, ga- like, the game will literally just like drop to like 40 to 35 FPS in certain sections um down from 60 and like they have to do a bunch of techniques uh involving the way it's rendered to make this happen because they also are the biggest environments in a bayonetta game ever because you're summoning these giant fucking demons right yeah uh so yeah and then like uh beyond the way bayonetta functions there are two other playable characters right uh one is Jean who has like these 2D stealth action sections and they're not very good. <laughs> okay. They're actually kind of bad, but like at least you get through them quick. Like, right. I think the longest one is like 10 minutes. Oh wow. Um okay. yeah, like you you can get, as long as you're just try trying to if you're like me and you just want to get them over with and you're not trying to find secrets and you just want to be in and out. Yeah. Like yeah, you can blow through them super quick. Okay. Uh uh, the other one is the uh, the other the other one is the other playable character. We got a Dante Nero situation almost. Gotcha. Uh, except it's more like instead of being half and half, it's more like eighty twenty. Oh, all right. Um, yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, so Viola's cool. Uh, so instead of having like, so you know, on Bayonetta, when you dodge an attack at the right time, everything slows down. You just beat the shit out of the the enemy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Viola's thing is similar, except hers is a parry, like in Metal Gear Rising. Mm. So if you parry at the right time, it goes into witch time. Okay. Also. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, also, the other big thing is while she does have a summon, she has a summon, but like Bayonetta, it's not multiple. It's just the one. It's uh, it's this giant Cheshire cat. Right. Um, and but also unlike Bayonetta, when Bayonetta summons her demon, she's just a giant target. Um, like she literally is just a giant fucking target uh, that like if you summon a demon at the wrong point, you're just going to get wrecked. OK. Versus. Um, versus Bayonetta or versus Viola who just summons it it acts on its own and then she does her own combos while the cat is fighting okay mm. yeah um i i feel like viola is really hard to get used to but once you do she's a lot of fun like once i got used to her parry and her weird spot dodge and like her better ranged attack she's a lot of fun she's just also not as deep as bayonetta is though Gotcha. Which makes sense, because, like, you know, Bayonet has, like, 12 fucking weapons by the end of this, and full skill trees for all of them, along with skill trees for all the demons. Right. That go with them, like, yeah, of course. 
Huda. <laughs> but sure. yeah, so so there's that. Um uh, I think it's a great game. It's pro it's in all honesty, and I still have a bunch of stuff I want to play, you know. Uh like I have my yearly tracking pulled up right now, and it's currently my second favorite game of the year. Okay. Uh, it's absolutely like if you love the first two, you'll love this one. I think that the spectacle in this one is probably the best. Like there's straight up kaiju fights and like multiversal bayonetta stuff and mm-hmm. all kinds of crazy shit that just, just yeah. Like at one point, you fight another universe bayonetta that is like a French thief. Okay. And like it's just a bayonetta versus bayonetta fight, and like her weapon is a murder cane, and it's just fucking amazing. Or like one of the demons you fight is just a giant big Ben demon that opens the sides of the clock tower and guns come out of it. I like the sound of big murder cane and big Ben demon. Yeah, like <laughs> fucking a. Um, but yeah, I pulled up the list of games I need to put more time into before we do our end of the year stuff the last week of January. Right. Or sorry, last week of December, sorry. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I need to put more time into Sifu. I need to put more time into Elden Ring, Dragonflight, God of War. That's yeah. my year. Okay. But as of right now... Oh, and new Tales from the Borderlands. But as of this moment, Bayonetta 3 is uh, the second favorite game I've played this year. It's super. It's it's a fucking great time. If you like character action games, you like your Devil May Cry, you like your Bayonetta, you like your Metal Gear Rising, you will not be disappointed by it. Uh, just do not go in expecting Shakespeare from that fucking story for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. Um. I'm trying to think if I played anything else. Um. Trying to think. Didn't play games on Friday. Uh, Wait, didn't I you have a... your lower level mythic keys run on Thursday? Yeah, yeah, I did. I did some lower level keys with Anthony. That was fun. Uh, you know, the evokers are out on Tuesday. Assuming I can get into the WoW servers and actually play the game, I might stream that. I'm not sure. Okay. So we'll see. Uh, I don't know. I think like I think next up on my list is I'm gonna crack into God of War and whittle away at Cyberpunk. That nice. seems to be the game plan um what about you guys what'd you play um as for me i played uh some splatoon 3 uh because they're having their splat fest where you choose your partner pokemon uh either fire water or grass and that's going Mm -hmm. on right now at the moment that we're speaking it will end later today on sunday at 4 p.m and we'll find out who Mm won um let me tell you i love splatoon I think the the idea of Splatoon is fantastic. I think the aesthetic, I think the world that they've made is fantastic. And I think the game does feel good for what it's trying to do. Um, Mm. I have never encountered a game where I feel like I am just always sucking it up. And like, I feel like all the weapons are balanced, but they're balanced in a way that like, I get killed by this weapon that is really seems really really good and then I pick it up and I'm bad and then someone picked up the weapon I had previously and does really good with it. It's like man, these are all really good, but god, I just even even when you win because the 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 point of Splatoon is to cover as much as possible on the ground like with your your paint or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um 
your ink and uh, that's how you win but it is still a shooter and when they line up your stats they put kills and deaths first like kills deaths and i think assists uh yeah. not how much like you've contributed to like the final paint or whatever but um so like um, my kill death ratio is always terrible which is not the point so like you'll win and i'll be like man i felt like dog shit that was i i i'm glad we came out on top but man it didn't feel that way <laughs> um they they really do not like highlight how much they'll, they'll give you medals at, and they'll say like man you you covered you know the most paint on your team and that's that's awesome but like it doesn't show up in like the final thing it just shows like kills and deaths and it's like god shit oh man um so i'm having a good time it's it's a good game uh they do a, they do, have a lot do, of very do you maps. think they need like a call of duty thing where call of duty has a point system where like yeah, if you die a lot in Call of Duty, that sucks. But I mean, at least you went out and you collected the most kill confirms or was on the point a bunch. Well, so so they do have points. That that's the first thing is that so like you can collect a whole bunch of points, and I imagine covering oh. does help with that. And so like, yeah, if you concentrate on just the point setup, like you can feel pretty decent about it. Um, but I mm-hmm. I don't get a like solid understanding of how much of that is determined by how much you cover and how much of that is like if if it's weighted towards kills and deaths you know too much or not enough or something so mm, okay. uh, i'm not sure i'm trying out stuff uh they got some like katanas that they've added which i'm having a good time with uh i do best with the slosher uh just mm. taking a, a straight on what bucket. is the slosher? it's just a straight up oh, bucket oh, oh. and you just throw it and you're just like tossing straight paint everywhere uh, which is good hey man yeah yeah no they have a bunch of different stuff they introduced a bow and arrow um which i suck at that one like <laughs> holy shit yeah yeah they do a cool little samurai ju- thing i am universally bad with bows in games so you know yeah no absolutely uh, like, with god of war ragnarok then <laughs> uh, oh great yeah, super cool uh, that's the only thing i'll say right yep and uh so I don't know. Splatoon three is still fantastic. It's it's a good time. I'm just bad at it, which you know, surprise. Um, and it made me really appreciate a Modern Warfare two because I've played a number of arena shooters over the years. Mm-hmm. And you want to know what's a great feeling for someone who sucks at those games like me? The ability what? to when you die, you can jump right back in, and no other game really does that. And I understand to a degree. But God, does it feel so good? And I can keep playing and like I don't let my failure weigh on me so much. Like even if when the kill the KD ratio comes in at the end, it's like, holy shit, I'm bad. Like I'll see that. But in the game, I'm like, ah, fuck, I died. All right, go back in. All right, let's go. Let's go. Ah, fuck. All right, let's get back in there. Like, oh man, I appreciate that so much. That is huge for me. And uh, I'm glad Modern Warfare does that because, ooh, um, so yeah enjoyed that quite a bit uh god was that it we played modern warfare on monday yeah and uh yeah wow that might have been it for for this time around oh we did play some i attempted to play half-life alex and then i was like god i feel like garbage uh i am not gonna be able to make this so i apologize to everyone for not being able to make that stream happen we're gonna try and get that uh set up this week uh to get some more half-life alex progress 
Um, Fair enough. But yeah, I think that's it for Um, me. Fair enough. Um, What about you, Emily? Um, Yeah, what's going on with you, Em? Splatoon. Uh Uh-huh. Dipped my toes back into that. It's still... Should I buy that? Yes. <laughs> I, I like Splatoon. Damn, it's good that to have. Was, that was fast. It, it, I was just like, I yeah. think so. It, I hey, think so. I mean, but that's just me. How do you feel about Splatoon? I like Splatoon 2 quite a bit. It's more. It's more it's Splatoon. It's more Splatoon. You got, you got some, some hella maps that I think are pretty decently balanced but you definitely need to in my experience you definitely need to save yourself some some loadouts uh so mm-hmm. that when the the map rotation happens uh and you see which two maps are there it's like okay this you need to memorize which ones are good for for your melee and which ones are good for having a sniper and getting you know good getting the high ground um Fair. and uh it's good. just good to keep that in mind there's always something to work towards in terms of finding the loadout that you like uh and working towards getting those um those perks added to your clothing items to best uh take advantage of of what you have uh so there's definitely stuff to work towards and so what, what i'm hearing is maybe pick it up if it's on sale on black friday absolutely uh, okay Good, good, right, good to cool. get a friend group in there. Like we, we could turn that into a stream. I think that'd be fun. I, dude, I had so much fun in Call of Duty on Monday. Like, I literally want to do COD Mondays for a little bit. I'm not like, opposed. I like, I, 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 just, I, 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 <laughs> I I'm one I level really away from it. I get a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, you know, we'll see how long this goes, right? Uh, yeah. I, I mean, to, to be fair, we bit. are going to be back in Halo soon because co-op is out co-op is out now so we at least have to get yeah. some co-op done um, yep we, we we gotta we gotta get the halo boys back together yeah that was one last of, one yeah that was one of the stories we missed they finally added some stuff uh in halo infinite so uh there's yeah and and this season is is shorter but it's free that's uh, good so you get yeah so like you're you're getting a free winter season with a winter event they've re- redone a bunch of stuff yep yep oh. so uh oh. so yeah you'll see you'll you'll be seeing some shooters from us for a little bit here i think yeah yeah yep. you know nice change of pace after all the rpgs uh, rpgs and the mmos and all that yep yeah so, so you know yeah uh did you play anything else em um i did since i'm back home and i'm not house sitting anymore yes um mm-hmm. finally got back to my ps4 my yes. baby i miss you um I uh, got back into Overwatch, and God, I'm rusty. <laughs> oh, it's gonna uh, be yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Like, man, uh, let me tell you that that is the good thing about being a Reinhardt main is you don't need to aim; you just charge <laughs> in and start just... swinging. Good call. Good. Yep. Uh, <sighs> and it's good when and... when you already know you're bad at arena shooters. So I just pick Lucio <laughs> and I just ride on walls, and that's my fun. <laughs> Yeah, see, uh, the, the, I, I am less... So, in most arena shooters, I like being good. Yeah. Like, I, especially because I have... I know I have the ability to be good. Right. Right. But uh, the thing for me is I don't like the, the way that game functions from a, like, oh, individual performance doesn't mean shit, really, yep. standpoint. So, I kind of just was just like, eh, whatever. Like, I'm just gonna... I'm gonna have fun with it, because... The you know like my individual performance means fuck all right yep Fair. yep so 
but you're having fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> um, did you get any Dreamlight Valley in? Uh, yeah, I did. Uh, level 33. All right. I got my fourth villager to level 10. Nice. So Kristoff is added to the list of maxed out friendship levels. And that's about it. Cool. So. Fantastic. Uh, well, uh, I'm just going to round off some news stories I caught here at the end. Uh, there's been some drama over uh, Doom Eternal composer Mick Gordon. Uh, oh, I forgot about that. Thank you for catching that. Yeah, just just real quick. Uh, soundtrack was released, complained that only 11 of the 59 tracks had been mixed by Gordon himself. All the rest had been mixed from music fragments from, taken from the game. May 2020, id Software Studio Director Marty Stratton posted a lengthy statement on Reddit claiming that Gordon had delayed the soundtrack then underdelivered, forcing id to get the game's lead audio designer to make up the rest of the tracks. However, in a detailed statement posted today on his own Medium page, Gordon has refuted Stratton's claims and is accusing him of not only lying about the situation, but also offering him a six-figure sum to stay quiet about it. It was a 14,000-word <gasps> statement. Um, Jesus fucking Christ. And Mick Gordon, like through doom and doom eternal has created some of the best one of the best video game soundtracks like in existence like that is you want to talk about the legacy of the new dooms like beyond them just getting a current generation doom well like that soundtrack is incredible um so uh that that is currently in progress right now fans are uh going to mick gordon's side um as this, they should yeah we got they said paid a six-figure sum to keep him quiet about it which whoa um gordon also Man, claims that yeah that that's mm. uh-huh oh, that fuck. is not a good sign uh that's he, what that is shit uh, Gordon claims that the continuing changing development of the game led to numerous rewrites and the need to continually scrap submitted music and that while he had proposed a different schedule, Stratton had allegedly criticized his ability to do the work. Quote, he rejected my belief that the current schedule was flawed and suggested my act of trying to do something about it was a sign of incompetence. Uh, refusing to accept the reality of the situation, he threw the proposal back in my face and proceeded to tear me down for having the audacity to raise the issue in the first place. Um, he also wasn't paid eight months into the project, he claims. Uh, then wasn't paid again for another 11 months. So, so the only thing... So I, I, I haven't read this full thing. I don't know... Um, I don't know if... Uh, how... What else is going on in this claim? Uh, how true all of this is? Because it is still in development. Um, but, yeah. This is not good. Especially for something involving mick gordon like creating the greatest one of the greatest soundtracks in video games like just man uh dear lord according to him they used four hours and 46 minutes of his music but only paid him for two hours 22 minutes uh so and then this complaint came out you know uh, a couple years after all this happened um so we'll see what goes on here we'll keep an eye on that because damn another another shitty thing happening within the bethesda realm of game developers god damn it so disappointing yep yep uh so unbelievably disappointing yeah we'll keep an eye on that story and uh Hopefully the outcome is is some sort of rectifying of these issues, but 
Oof. You would fucking hope, man. Yeah. Uh, let's end on a happy note. Okay. Which is, <laughs> thanks to the tw Twitter paid verification right. nonsense, someone oh, posed as Nintendo of America and had Mario flipping off everyone. Um, I thought this was hilarious as shit. This like, is... Twitter burning down the way it is is hilarious in its own right, and we could cover that forever, but I think just this alone for the gaming industry was hilarious. This is just funny. And the biggest fuck you to Elon Musk. <laughs> I mean, or just, you know, just having fun. Yeah, <laughs> here's Jason Schreier. Can't imagine why all the advertisers are pulling out of Twitter, LMAO. <laughs> That, that, can, can, did you guys see that news story about how like someone faked being a uh, a company that produces insulin yes. and other prescriptions and then proceeded to say uh, and then someone and they were like oh yeah we're totally going to uh, make insulin free going forward <laughs> and then uh, yeah see this uh, that was amazing. I mean, I saw the story incredible. about the guy who is pretending to be Adam Schefter, who's Ooh. a sports yeah. guy yeah. and gives all the latest uh, like breaking news and saying that the head coach of this team was fired, this player was getting traded, and this, that, and the other thing. And it took Twitter yep. like two hours to just say, you're gone. Yep. Bye -bye. Uh, Twitch got 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 by this. Uh, we've heard you. After a lot of feedback from ambassadors and partners, this sub split will be changing from December. Ambassadors get eighty twenty, partners seventy thirty, affiliates sixty forty, and non affiliates fifty fifty. Okay then. What the fuck? Yeah. Well, which obviously is is wrong, but again, like that's the whole point. That's I love it. <laughs> I love it. It's hilarious. Um, so yeah, that happened. It, oh God, it took, you know, uh, Valve quote unquote announced uh, our next competitive platform, Ricochet Neon Prime. Can't wait to see you all on the grid. Uh, <laughs> okay, yep, sure. Yep. Anyway, yeah, it just took great. over, it took over all of Twitter and messed with a bunch of companies and the games industry was no different. And uh, I mean, you know, like, and that, pharmaceutical company lost billions of dollars in value that was the best that was good that was like oh my god anytime anytime that like a big fucking company like that gets fucked over it just makes my day <laughs> just just literally just makes my fucking day that was fun like i like i was told that news yesterday and i was like oh dude <laughs> oh. so yeah that that was that's all that's going on uh what are we thinking of doing this week bronson Cod, Cod Monday, and uh, then I don't know from there. In all honesty, yeah, um, we got to get some Half Life Alex in. Uh, we'll see what's what's going on. But hey, if you want to keep up to date on what we're doing, what we're streaming, because we tend to fly by the seat of our pants, our Discord we do. is uh, where that you'll is find true. that, and uh, you can you can check out our Discord by going to our Twitch page. We have a link there. You can jump in. Uh, we will be announcing the schedule, the, the best schedule that we can come up with on our social media accounts, uh, probably Twitter and Instagram uh, will probably be the best places to find that. So, probably. And I assume like if we post to Instagram, that automatically posts to our Facebook, right? Yes, it does. Uh, yes. Okay, so you can do it at Facebook as well. Um, but There you go. I think that's a show. That is, that's a, that's a thing.
All yes, right. It is. We will see you around on our Twitch channel at Super Gamecraft. Uh, and other than that, uh, we'll see you for next episode. So, yeah, there you go. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. We love you. Thank you for listening to Super Gamecast 2. Hey, we stream every recording of these episodes live on Twitch. So if you want to join us, you can find us at twitch.tv supergamecraft. If you want to see the video version of this episode, be sure to search Super Gamecraft on YouTube to find our channel, where we post the full stream every week. We also stream video games on Twitch. I know, weird. A schedule can be found on our pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Finally, the best place to stay informed and in touch with us is on our Discord. To get there, head to our Twitch page and click the Discord link in our About section. Special thanks to that headband guy for his cover of Ken's theme from Street Fighter 2, and to Overclocked Remix for their collection of video game covers that we use for our streams, videos, and podcasts. That's all for us. We love you, thank you, and we'll catch you later.